Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin. I am one of the hosts of the show. I'm rolling solo this week because it is Fantasy Movie Draft Week again. And this week is special uh, for our fourth Fantasy Movie Draft this week, this month, for the month of March. It is a rematch from our first Fantasy Movie ba- Draft way back in December. I have... Uh, some great members from the Potter family back uh, this month for this very special draft. We are doing 80s action movies this month, and so I'm excited. I know all these guys are excited. We've already picked the order of the draft. If you've never listened to a fantasy movie draft before, it's basically just like a fantasy football or basketball or any draft that you might do online with your friends but we're picking 80s action movies. At the end of the day, we're going to have five rounds, five guys. Each of us will have five movies, and uh, we want the five best movies at the end of the draft. So that's how it's going to go. We do a serpentine manner of drafting where the last person in the first round gets the uh, first uh, pick in the second round, and then we kind of snake around the board that way. Two are done, and then we put all of our uh, selections online to have everyone vote to see who they think had the best draft. So we're going to get right to it because we've already picked the order uh, this week. I picked names out of a hat, and uh, Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews got to pick the order. So we're gonna, I'm going to introduce people in the order that we're going to be drafting. So first up, uh, making his second appearance on a draft again, is my boy Nick from Epic Film Guys. What's up, Nick? Hi. <laughs> what's, this, what's going on, man? How you doing? I am doing fantastic. It's great to be back for another fantasy movie draft, and uh, it's great to know we're all going to kick Shane's ass. Uh, what do you What are you drinking, Nick? What's going on over there? Uh, right now, I've got a clown shoe space cake double IPA. Once I finish that bad boy, I'm moving on to Southern Tier chocolate stout. Ooh, sounds good. Sounds Delicious. Good. So, for some reason, oh, good for you. <laughs> So Nick also has a soundboard and a mixer, so this is going to be really fun this month uh, to see how that works. So Paul, I'm never getting invited back, by the way, <laughs> ever again. So I was about to go to I was about to go to Paul, who's next, and ask him why he let Nick pick first. Uh, Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews, all the way out in Perth, Australia. What's going on, Paul? Well, a lot because this is a huge occasion. This is my jam. We did Christmas movies in December garbage this is where it's at march manly movie month i can't be more excited these boys are all chumps and i'm gonna kick all your asses so Damn. very happy to be here <laughs> do you do you guys even watch uh action movies out there uh in australia <laughs> we've heard of them yes <laughs> i think I, I just i heard an episode of your show where y- you guys i don't know what you're talking about but you're, you're like you talked all about the Mad Max movies, and and I was like, there there are other action movies other than those. I know Shane loves Mad Max. Uh, <laughs> he Fury loves Road. it to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, so why did you pick Nick first again? 
Well, Nick's been talking a bit of smack during the week, both on Twitter and offered about a certain film, which I believe should be number one. Not going to spoil it. We'll see whether he was actually just psychologically playing me out or whether he genuinely believes that it's not the best A's action film because I think there's one that is head and shoulders above the rest. If he doesn't pick it, <laughs> I will. Nice. And and you're, it's in the middle of the day in uh, Perth there. What are you drinking, Paul? I, it's the middle of the heat wave as well, so I am drinking some very soft cock Pacific and light summery ales, and uh, I will hear nothing bad about that. So Did Little Creatures Bright cock? Ale... And, just, and Pacific just, Ale Wild Yak. Did you just say soft cock? Paul? I totally yeah, heard I soft cock. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's not the real name of the beer. I'm just saying they're quite soft cock. Is in pathetic. I, I, I was like, I, I was like, is Wayne? Is Wayne joining us this month? <laughs> not, not you. So, uh, welcome, Paul. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you. For, Thank thanks you very so. much for having you back. It's fantastic. So Paul's going second in order. That means um, I'm going after Paul third, and then we got a replacement this month because. Apparently, Rick from uh, the Poop Culture podcast just couldn't hang it. Didn't want to bring the heat again. He couldn't uh, handle it. He, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. So we got a sub in from Poop Culture podcast. Mark's join us. What's up, Mark? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, glad to be here. You know, I know this is my first draft. I might be a rookie, but uh, I'm going to be representing strong for Poop Culture, and uh, you know, hopefully, I can bring it. We're going to offer you no mercy at all, Mark. We're going to pretend that you're old school. We're going to we're going to give each other shit. Uh, so, by the way, what are you drinking, sir? Well, I came prepared tonight because I know you guys are beer snobs, and we always check in every week and what what you guys are drinking. So, I came prepared, and I wanted to class it up a little bit from the Poop Culture podcast. So, I am drinking. The Miller High Life 40 ounce. Jesus Christ. Classy. The the champagne of beers. Yes, it is the champagne of beers. And I have it in a a nice, beautiful champagne flute. uh, (laughs) It does have a a crisp note off the tongue. And, uh, you know, you really can't go wrong with that. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) But but how's, how's the mouth feel? It's it's very wet in the mouth, and uh, you know I I often like things that are nice and wet in my mouth. So this Damn. is this is a, a nice. Uh, this is gonna be so easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, I you Damn, know. I don't have a that's what she said sound drop on here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, Mark. Uh, thanks Thank for you. joining us, sir, in the fourth spot, and so. In the fifth spot this month is my arch nemesis from the last Ooh. draft, Shane. Shane from now that I'm older. So in our in our uh, Christmas movie draft, Shane and I actually tied in the vote at the end for the best teams, which I find is is super disturbing because I uh, how how could you even compete with my list is what was really disturbing. <laughs> I've already told we've already told Shane that we're going to put him on a time clock for his picks. This month, because when I went back at the edit, it was like 80% Shane talking throughout the draft. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. And you guys have me drinking now. This is going to be even better. Just so much better. So, uh, so w- welcome. So, what are you drinking, by the way, sir? I am currently drinking uh, the Founders Brewery Dirty Bastard. It is a, uh, a stout that is good beer. I- 
50 IBUs for Nick, because I know he cares about that kind of shit. And it's 8.5% by volume. So if I'm four beers in, chances are things are going to be super fun from the now that I'm older camp this time. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a change. Yeah. Well, you know, that that's what it's all about on now that I'm older is fun. <laughs> well, the, 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 the more we drink... Uh, the, the craziest this draft is going to get, uh, the, the, the picks will get, you know, dumber and dumber basically as we go along. So I'm super excited to start. Uh, you guys ready to do this? Let's yeah. do it. So let's get started with the eighties action fantasy movie draft. No! Hey, what's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Okay, so we're going to start with round one, and like we said, uh, Paul picked the order this month, and he went with Nick first from Epic Film Guys, so Nick, you've got you, you've had like, I don't know, what, eight hours to think about this pick, uh, so what are you going to do? All right, well, I want to discuss my strategy for just a quick second here. I don't pick movies to win. Okay. I'm on a clock, and this is what we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> I just I don't pick movies to win. I pick movies that I love. I want my list to represent me perfectly. So, Paul, you're welcome. I'm giving you a gift for your number one because my number one is one of the greatest action movie sequels of all time, Lethal Weapon 2, baby. Now, I absolutely love the first Lethal Weapon. It's a fantastic film, but I think the sequel is even better. It's got an amazing villain with the South Africans. You add Joe Pesci to this cast, and the chemistry between Mel Gibson and Danny Glover is just even better than it was in the first film. It's hilarious. The amazing, amazing action scenes from the opening chase. I still cry laughing every time I watch that opening chase sequence with the station wagon. The bomb on the toilet. It's just been revoked. Like, come on. It's such a great, amazing, amazing movie. A sequel that does everything a sequel should. Build on the great, amazing things about the first one and take it up about 10 notches. So that is my first pick. And I know I already know what Paul's picking for his number one, but I couldn't pick it because Lethal Weapon's the better franchise for me and the better film overall. So, yeah. 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 Coming in as the new guy. <laughs> Now I understand what you mean by you don't pick movies to win. Yeah. I mean, if, if, I don't give a fuck. If anyone listened to the, the Christmas movie draft, they know that Nick doesn't pick to win. So Nicky's, Nick's just here Obviously. to hear himself talk. I want my list to represent me. That's 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 all. I don't I, I don't give a fuck about winning. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to support Nick wow. in one thing. It's definitely the best Lethal Weapon film by a long way. So I get where you're coming from. In it's that an amazing regard. movie. It's not a bad number one pick. Get out of here. Th- this is the number one pick in the draft, Nick, and you just pick Lethal Weapon 2. That's fucking right. I'm you not picking Die Hard. Paul's going to pick it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> 
So so Paul, uh you got you got the second pick. Where are you gonna go with? Well, if you go all the way back to December and what turned out to be a pretty disastrous Christmas movie draft, it was my number one pick then. It's my number one pick now. Nick is absolutely correct. You cannot go past Die Hard, directed by John McTiernan and starring Bruce Willis as John McClane as the ultimate there it is. The ultimate eighties action flick. It's gonna be number one on Anyone who knows anyone anything about this topics list, it speaks for itself. Everyone's seen it. Good enough for me. And a damn good Christmas movie, right, Shane? Fantastic <laughs> Christmas film. <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a timer. I can't comment on how fucking ridiculous <laughs> it is to think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Are we cool with this this time though, Shane? You're all right with it being an 80s oh, action ab- flick. Absolutely. Like I'm I'm shocked and appalled at Nick that he didn't pick it. I really Please the Weapon 2 is a great fucking movie. It is, but you just have Bruce Willis's cock in your mouth when it comes to Die Hard. But Listen, you have, I am uh, not the diehard fan that most people are. It's just, I love it. It's a great movie, but it's just not even close to the top of 80s action for me. But here's the thing, Nick. You you could have saved that pick. I don't think any of us were going to pick Lethal Weapon 2 in the first one, two, three but rounds. I don't, 14 I, picks. I don't do this strategically. I just pick <laughs> movies I love. I don't give a fuck. I think you've missed the point, Nick. I don't. I did not miss the point. Damn it! I am the proverbial wrench in all of your cogs. God damn it! (laughs) I don't want to win. I just want to hear myself talk for the next two hours. That's correct. Wait, shit. I mean, I I did say on Twitter. I don't know. Was it earlier today that it doesn't really matter where Nick picks because he'll just pick things like Lethal Weapon Two, where he could have picked that round five, but he's like, I don't really care. I have no strategy, and I just pick things that I love. So. uh." I legit could have seen Lethal Weapon 2 being like a third round pick. Like, no joke. Yeah. Yep. I'm there with you. Lethal Weapon 2 is a great fucking movie. Everybody can suck it. (laughs) I can't wait to hear the rest of Nick's picks after Lethal Weapon 2, so I guess we'll see. It's going to be a long time before I get to pick again, so (laughs) (laughs) there's going to be a lot of movies whittled away from my list. But uh, Paul, Paul with the Die Hard pick is, uh, I mean, that's it's it's, it's a classic. It's a classic 80s uh, I think the word you're looking for, Justin, is R. Solid as fuck. <laughs> R. It's a staple of the uh, 80s action genre. I mean, period. It really is. We we were we were just arguing today about it in our uh, in our chat. Who was it that was saying like, I mean, it's really good, but too many people just suck its cock all the time. I was like, I think what? it was Dave from Super Movie Bros, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Everybody's gonna sh- like if if something's too popular, they're like, oh wait, wait, let's let's hold back a little bit on that. So whatever, fuck Dave, he can he can suck it. So. <laughs> There's always some <laughs> asshole who doesn't like something popular. Like I don't know, I'm just pulling things out of the air, like The Goonies or A Christmas Story or some shit <laughs> like that. Both of those movies There's are colossal pieces of shit. Who doesn't like like the classics that every fucking body loves? Colossal pieces of shit. I mean, like I, Lethal Weapon 2 is your first fucking pick. That's goddamn right. right. Yeah, Nick's pop, unpopular opinions. Yeah, Nick. He's Nick, end up being Nick the by the, Browns by the way, draft. who directed Lethal Weapon 2, Nick? Was that, uh, Richard Donner. Is that the director of The Goonies, maybe? It <laughs> is, actually. Yeah, okay, whatever. Anyway. Okay. Um. All right, well. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> it's 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 officially game over for Nick. He can go to sleep now. It's oh my god! I knew I was going to get shit for that. That's half the reason I picked it, probably. Um. Okay. So that means I'm up next with the third pick. Um. I'm going to have to go with a movie from. 
probably my favorite action series of the 80s and go with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, Great very pick. nice. Very Solid nice. Solid fucking pick. And I'm not even going with my heart on this one because that's not actually my favorite Indiana Jones movie, but I know it's it's a favorite of a lot of people. So I think if I picked my favorite Temple of Doom first, I might get a lot of... Uh, <laughs> what, Nick like derision? It, it was. I was about to say Nick Light hate. Yeah, so. no one else wants to be the me of this. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your only favorite room was for Crystal. one Nick. I thought you were going to say your favorite was Crystal Skull and <laughs> and and fuck you. That, that's what he was going to say. And fuck you if it was Crystal Skull. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so fucking Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, I could have picked any of those three. I, I don't know if I would have picked uh, Last Crusade with my first round pick, but uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, classic through and through. Uh, yeah, let's just go ahead to Mark with a fourth pick. What do you got, Mark? All right. Now, you know, I'm the fourth pick in this draft, and I can obviously see I'm dealing with a bunch of amateurs here because out of all the movies <laughs> that are going to be picked oh, tonight... God! For you. <laughs> Only one movie is going to be the movie that won Best Picture of that year. So I got to go to 1986 classic, the Oliver Stone classic, Platoon. He won Best Picture. It won mm. Best Director, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and was nominated for four other Oscars. Also won the Golden Globe for Best Picture. It's going to be Y'all hard. are giving oh. me shit for Lethal Weapon 2. Huh? <laughs> uh, Awards-wise... Yeah. Platoon will stand up to any other action movie that came out in the 80s. It might not be the most fun movie to watch and the most enjoyable, but as far as quality of the motion picture, probably Oliver Stone's best breakout performances from Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe, Tom Berenger. It's hard to argue with Platoon. It's a great film, absolutely. Is it a great 80s action flick, though? Yeah, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just, I, would, I, I, I do not think, think Platoon anybody... when I think 80s action. I didn't think anybody could top Lethal Weapon 2 <laughs> as a first-round yes! pick. I didn't think anybody could do that. Now, if we're picking war movies and this is your first-round pick, absolutely. You just Solid. knocked it out of the park. Action movies? I don't know. Well, you know, there was action in it, hence a war movie. Usually there's some action in that involved. You know, If not, it's not much of a war picture. Would, so, would this be one of those occasions where the, the term rookie mistake applies? Yeah. <laughs> I no rookie mistake. So I believe so. I'm going to stand by it. I got to defend my pick, and uh, <laughs> well, Mark, I'm not gonna don't let him give you shit. You stand up for what you. I'm not going to be the Cleveland Browns of this draft because <laughs> Platoon is a solid action movie. There are fantastic action sequences throughout the movie. Yeah, it's not all bubble gum and hearts and flowers like some of the other action movies that you pick, like Lethal Weapon Two, for instance. <laughs> but you know, it's God damn. Just like, because a movie I take has back a what seri- I said, fuck you. Just because a movie has a serious side to it doesn't mean it, it can't stand on its own. Uh-oh. We're gonna we're gonna have to let the people out there decide on whether or not it can stand on its own, and whether or not this has been a disastrous first pick for your first draft. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it maybe. <laughs> I was about to say Nick. Nick is, was obviously feeling a, a little good with that pick from Mark. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a good movie, like like you guys. It said. is a great movie. Yeah, it, it's just a super bummer movie. I, I think I only watched it once because, like, I was like, you know, that's it. I, I only have to watch that once. That's that, that's okay. So, um, so platoon. So platoon's off the board. Uh, 
I don't even think that. By the way, uh, Paul, was that on either of your top ten war films list? Platoon. Oh, for sure, it was my number two. Your number two. There you go. Wayne. Di- Wayne didn't have it in his top ten because he's a fag. <laughs> Sorry, he also had Saving uh, Private Ryan at number seven, he, so we won't talk he about is Wayne. Exceptionally shit. <laughs> His war movies list was fucking terrible. It was god awful. At number seven, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> Eat a dick, Wayne. Eat a dick. So. You can do it. Cut his fucking head off. <laughs> oh man. All right, Shane. It's your time. It's your time. Here we go. Your Here pick. we go. All right. Um, with the number five pick in the '80s fantasy movie draft, I am going to go ahead and pick the original. Lethal Weapon, because this is the first time that any of us saw these characters, the first time that we had anybody who Riggs or Murtaugh was, the first time that we saw Mel Gibson in this type of a role, where he stepped out and did something that was completely different than what we had expected from his, uh, I mean, after you saw Mad Max and shit like that, you had no expectation to see him play a comedic side with this darker tint to the character. I just thought... Lethal Weapon, it was honestly for me, either Die Hard or Lethal Weapon was my number one pick, no matter what was happening, unless somebody else took them. So I say Lethal Weapon, absolutely. Houston gives a great performance in the first Lethal Weapon, too. I have to say that nothing gives me more joy than seeing Nick pick Lethal Weapon 2 (laughs) and then Shane pick Lethal Weapon 1 in the first round. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and think (laughs) that the entire voting world is probably going to side with me. When it comes to which one was the number one pick, Lethal in the Weapon round? Two is a great fucking movie. Jesus, no one's picking Lethal Weapon you Three. You just gotten that fucking movie in the fourth round. That's the only problem. Jesus Christ! I, God damn! I would have to side with side with Shane, and and I would say that Gary Busey puts puts uh, Lethal Weapon One over the edge for me. Uh, he's every he's time good. When I burns himself with that fucking lighter when they when he burns him or when the dude's burning him with the lighter and shit like that, and he's just got that look like. I'd fucking walk into a wall for you, motherfucker. I give a goddamn about this. I'm crazy as fuck. I'm Gary Busey. That was oh, one of the most hard for you. <laughs> that was one of the most hardcore scenes I had seen up to that point. I was like, man, I don't ever want to meet Gary Busey. Fuck him. Also, a very great uh, Christmas movie, Shane. I, congratulations on the opinion. <laughs> that was on my Christmas movies list, if you remember. <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, you picked that, right? Did you pick that one, uh, Nick? Yeah, it was on my list of great Christmas movies. Yes, it was. And Shane rolled his eyes and guffawed. And we yeah, are. To- I love. Listen, the first Lethal Weapon's absolutely great. He's absolutely right. But I love the sequel just that much more. It was really a toss up for me. I kind of had a hard time choosing between the first two, but I just love the sequel a little bit more. So that, that I can understand that. That means that uh, two of our first five picks in the '80s action movie draft are also Christmas movies. So. <laughs> Everyone and, fucking loves Christmas. And Nick and Shane must be so disappointed Lethal Weapon 3 is not in the 80s. <laughs> I was like, no, I, nobody I, would pick it anyway. Well, well, Nick, I mean, geez. No, no, geez. no. Jeez. No. Nope. Okay, so uh, that means round one is over, which uh, also means it's time for round two, guys. Um, Shane? You got the first pick in uh, round two. What are you going with after Lethal Weapon? Uh, this one I have so much. Uh, I had two picks in mind, and I'm not going to say what the other one was because hopefully it lasts until I pick at the end of the next round. Um, but at the end of the day, I have to go with one of my favorite Arnold movies of all time, 
I'll be back again to win this fucking round because I'm taking Terminator with the first pick of the second Ooh, round. Good fucking pick. Very nice pick. Good pick. Can't give any shit about that. Disappointing. I, I know a lot of you guys had this on your list because this, this movie is fucking balls out action from the time that you see Schwarzenegger on the screen to the time this movie is over. You are hoping that motherfucker dies from the moment you see him. Like you find yourselves at different times rooting for him and hoping he fucking dies so many times during this movie. It just, it held you in the palm of its hand the entire time. And for an eighties action film, it was actually kind of fucking scary at the same time. When I saw it the first time, it was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. This dude is fucking scary. I wouldn't want to face anything that you could shoot a bullet straight in his head. And he'd be like, well, that fucking sucked, but I'm going to keep coming to kill you. No, dude, I'm, I'm not okay with that. I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, great pick, great pick, Shane. The Terminator. Um, so that means you have Lethal Weapon and the Terminator, which is a very solid. That's a uh, strong beginning. start right there. Oh gosh. Okay, so Mark, our some, new some Mark, of us play to win. Some of us play to win. Why did we inter- Why did we dick. even invite you, Nick? If you're not gonna, if you don't want to win, Lethal Weapon Two is such a good fucking movie, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I am baffled by the amount of like just Lethal Weapon Two hate that is rolling around in here. I swear to Christ. Well, beyond your pick, Nick, you said I I really don't care about winning. I just want to pick movies I love. So I, I well, I want my list to represent. I want it to represent me. I don't. I I cared less about picking movies because oh, I want to win this more than i care about when you put out my list it's like this list represents nick like it's it's me it's my list yeah i mean lethal weapon 2 for me 80s action barely gets better than that what what nick's basically saying is he picks with his heart not with his head that's correct yeah we just gotta roll with that unfortunately basically what he's saying is his heart is full of shitty opinions as well (laughs) so I have no. I see Lethal Weapon two, and, and like it's a, it's such a great movie. I did not expect it to get this much shit. Can we talk about Platoon again? Fuck. God. Which God I was, I, oh, so oh, it won Best Picture though. Oh, it, hey, it did. I, I don't see Lethal Weapon two with a, uh, a ton of awards on the shelf. With any hardware. So. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so Mark, we we got you going up. You you pick platoon with your first pick. Uh, what do you got with your second pick? All right, with my second pick, you know, even though this isn't the first movie in this franchise, it's definitely the best movie in this franchise. <laughs> and I gotta go with the 1986 classic by James Cameron, Aliens. Oh, yeah, solid as solid, solid as fuck. Game you know. over, man. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nick's next pick. <laughs> prop, prop, probably the the most action uh, sci-fi movie uh, of the eighties, basically, right? It, it it's in the top three or four of the action-packed eighties movies. You know, it's in the top one hundred movies of all time. I, IMDb currently has it at number sixty-seven with an eight point four overall rating after all these years. Way and too low. Way too yeah, low. Yeah, that's probably too low. <laughs> it is. It, it should be an eight point eight to a nine because. You know, you can go back and watch this movie tomorrow, and it still holds up to the stuff that's coming out today. And this movie came out in 86. So, I mean, just a testament to fantastic filmmaking, great acting. You know, you got Sigourney Weaver and the late, great Bill Paxton. And uh, who can't forget the powerhouse performance by Game Mr. Over, Paul Reiser? Game over, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Great pick, great pick. 
I, I think you, you you came back with that pick, Mark. So uh, good, good, good pick. So platoon and aliens off the board for Mark. That means I am next, and I am uh, I'm a huge Arnold fan as well as Shane. So I'm gonna pick a movie before it goes uh, off the off the list for anyone else. Damn it! And I'm gonna go with Predator, guys. God damn ah, you! Damn it! it. Son of a bitch! God damn it! I fucking love Predator, guys. Have you guys seen Predator lately? Yep. Oh yeah, it's uh, it. Oh, absolutely. It's it's fucking awesome. Like, it still holds up. I can still watch it, and when he throws the knife in the dude and it does the stick around bit, it's like, God damn, it's still fucking like it's still funny, even though you know that gag is coming. It's one of those movies that just like we were just talking about a second ago with Aliens, it still holds up. And I was just I was just thinking about it because I, I don't know if you've seen the news this week and there was like a big deal about how Arnold had been fired from The Apprentice and and all that shit. And it kind of makes me sad because I'm like, what how what do we have to do to get Arnold back into some really fucking kick ass movies again? Like he's not like 90 years old. He's not we're not putting him in the retirement home yet. He's got something left. So I'm hang like, on, hang on, hang on, Justin. Haven't you seen? Sabotage? I haven't seen. <laughs> is it good? I'm I'm, no, it's terrible. I'm just sorry. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody saw Sabotage. He actually turned a pretty good performance in Maggie, that uh, zombie-ish flick that came out. No, I. It, I, it wasn't I, like a huge action-packed role or anything for Arnold, but he actually gave a pretty decent performance in it. I I want to see him fucking kicking some alien ass or something. Like seriously, like if if he could be the Expendables, why can't we have the Expendables versus a bunch of fucking aliens or something with Arnold involved? <laughs> I would if watch gonna, the shit out of that movie. <laughs> if they're gonna do a new fucking uh, Predator and they've got Keegan Michael Key and all that shit, why can't he be a general in that shit? Why can't you find some role to put him? Well, back in it? Eh, no, because so, I mean, I, I'm going to say I'm glad that they're kind of keeping him away from it because Terminator can't get off of Arnold's dick. And every time they put out a Terminator movie, it's garbage. So, well, that's why they got to bone up and do Predator versus Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'd, buy, I'd buy tickets for that. Or, or just like, I mean, there's got to be some kind of uh, young, hungry uh, fan of the 80s action movies like us coming up who can take, you know, uh, 10, 20 million dollars and make a kick-ass fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Aliens movie. Like, I don't know. It's really sad. It's sad to me. So, huge fan of Arnold. Uh, that's why I picked it in the second round. That means Paul... You are up next. You pick Die Hard in the first round. What do you got for the second round, sir? I'm a tad disappointed. It got so close to coming back to me, Predator, because that was nine, number two on my list here. So, well, great pick there, Justin. So, instead, I'm going to have to substitute at the last second, and I'm going to go with an often overlooked, I think, magnificent director who has put out one of the most violent films of all time in the late 80s, I think 1987 from memory. It's RoboCop starring God Peter Weller. damn it. Yes. <laughs> uh, who can go past this film? It's still to this day when you watch it, and let's just forget the abysmal remake that came out three or four years ago. It stands the test of time. It has great villains. It has, as I said, huge violence. It's one of the most quotable movies of all time. If I had a soundboard, I would have had... I'd buy that for a dollar before I picked... Now, you satisfied the first Stafford Emperor by destroying this. Not so fast, John. 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. What was that? <laughs> what just happened? I don't, is everybody okay? Did anybody else get their mind wiped by that? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Nick, Nick just fell fell upon his his sound mixing board. So. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, no, I I, I had a I page to... open, sorry, and it started playing automatically. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, that's sorry, not my bad. Is it? I have to uh, go on record and say, fuck you, Paul. And God it's... damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, so look, that's my pick. I think it sounds like everybody agrees. It didn't win any Academy Awards, so Mark may not be on board, but the rest of us are <laughs> it's all. It's an <laughs> <laughs> No, I grew or, up or a Golden Globe. Cup. That was in my top three. Um, so you, you, you stole that one, but RoboCop, one of my all time favorite movies. So, and it's got, you know, state of the art, bang, bang. P- Paul Verhoeven, speaking of the, you know, who, who can come and like save Arnold's career, Paul Verhoeven just had a fucking awesome movie in L. Oh, I'm going to say that movie. Th- yeah. Th- that, that was great. Like, I, I keep thinking, I'm like, this is the time that for, for Paul Verhoeven to come back and do some like, Really kick-ass, subversive sci-fi action film. Like he had, you know, uh, RoboCop, Total Recall, Starship Troopers. It's it's time. He and Arnold need to team up again and do something. So I really wish I had seen L this award season, but I didn't get a chance to. It is fucked up. It is really good. You should definitely check it out. So, um, so great pick, Paul, with RoboCop. Thank you. Um, one of my favorite favorite parts about RoboCop is the fact that he the bad guy is played by Eric Foreman's dad. So from that '70s show, which is really <laughs> weird, Kurt Woodsmith. Yep, really weird and cool and super super violent. As as a kid, I was like, man, this is the kind of movie that is is like fucking balls to the wall. So Paul with Die Hard and RoboCop, definite great two picks to go. That means that Nick, you got the last uh, pick in the second round. How are you going to make up for Lethal Weapon 2, sir? I don't have to make <laughs> up for it. Fuck me. God damn. What, what other sequel that you could pick, you could have picked in round uh, five, are you going to pick in round two? Not going to be a sequel at all. And this is a film that I experienced for the first time very, very recently, actually in October, when we recorded our John Carpenter special with Paul and Wayne from the Countdown. Ooh. And you know what old Jack Burton says when it's time to pick a number two <laughs> in the fantasy movie draft? It's Big Trouble in Little China. You fucking kidding me? I love that movie. It's so fucking good. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, fantastic I, pick on that. That's good pick. I fucking hate you. That movie I sweats. Fucking 80s. hate you so much right now. I was like, dude, the next pick is fucking lining up for me perfectly. And then you go and pick. Oh, my God. That movie. And like I said, I hadn't seen it. I had never seen it until October of last year when we did that Carpenter countdown. And I think I put it at like my number two or I think it was my number two, actually, Carpenter film that I watched in that entire list that we did. I mean, it's just fantastic from you got Kurt Russell's performance where he's I mean, he is essentially he's 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 that action movie hero, but he's also kind of playing against that a little bit because every time he's on screen, he's like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on? What am I doing? What is this? I have no idea what's going on. And then just I, I mean, literally, it's uh, movies do not get better than that. That's as my co-host, Justin, would say. That's the reason you go to the movies. And I don't really have anything else to say about it. But yeah, big trouble in little China. Yeah, I, I think you touched uh, on like one of my favorites as a kid. Is he's not very heroic in that movie <laughs> at all. So he's basically re- literally the whole time he's like, "What's going on? What is that? What is what the hell is that?" <laughs> and a lot, a lot of crazy shit happens in that movie. So I could see him being very flabbergasted throughout as to what's going on. So um, 
Big Trouble in Little China. What, what did everyone think of that pick? Everyone, everyone approved. Yeah, it's all a solid pick. I use I use Big Trouble in Little China drops during now that I'm older all the time, and it's. It's one of those movies that, like, I've even sat my son down and said, listen, we have to watch this. Like, I've got a list of movies my kid has to watch before he moves out. Fuck like, yeah. all the Rocky movies are on there. The fucking, the Godfather movies, all this shit. Like, Lethal Weapon 2 the- should be on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure he sees Lethal Weapon. That's why Weapon. he's going to go out. forward and see Lethal Weapon 2. That's up to him, but still. God <laughs> damn. Bum him out with Platoon. You know, it won in awards. <laughs> it won awards. It won a Golden Globe. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, but Lethal Weapon 2, that'll, that's the reason he will move out of the house. He's like, oh, exactly. shit. My dad made I, me watch this. I I'm never expected this, this much vitriol and hatred two. for Lethal Weapon 2. My it. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we you guys lo- are a tough audience. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So that's the end of round two. Which means it's time for round three, and Nick gets another pick to shore up his lineup of uh, movies here. You started with Lethal Weapon 2, went to Big Trouble in Little China. What is your first pick in the uh, round three? Well, I pulled a little bit of that controversy off of my shoulders with Big Trouble in Little China. I'm going to bring it right back. I know I'm going to get shit for this pick. I don't fucking care. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. This is one of the greatest movies of all time. We did a commentary for this movie. Back at, it's not They Live. Go fuck yourself. That movie's garbage. God damn it. I thought, I thought this was going to be your I thought this was going to be your first pick. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> Drink and drain them. <laughs> it is 1989's Batman from Tim Burton. Oh, oh my God. the fuck on. I mean, literally, I mean, it, it's action-packed. I don't want to hear shit. It's not an 80s action movie. An entire soundtrack done by Prince. I hear somebody groaning. It's probably Shane. Shut up. It's This is, it is. such... Number one, it's got everything great that an 80s movie has. Really kick-ass action. Crazy old-school Hollywood sound effects. That Prince soundtrack. Amazing performances. Jack Nicholson as Joker. Michael Keaton as Batman. It's, it's just such an amazing, amazing movie. And it literally features the greatest one-off character in the history of cinema, Lieutenant Eckhart. <laughs> Drink and drain him. So... <laughs> I, I, no, I wasn't going to pick this for number one. I knew I would get, holy fuck, I'd still be getting shit for that. I'm getting shit for Lethal Weapon 2. I never thought I'd fucking get. But <laughs> this is such a great movie. It's an absolutely, I mean, like literally it hits all the right strides in terms of 80s movies, action movies. It's amazing. I don't care if it's comic book. Go fuck yourselves. My number three, Batman. A movie so good they had to remake it 16 more times. <laughs> Drink and Nick, I, I gotta ask. I I I I listen to you guys talk about Batman all the time. But w- what is your guys' obsession with Eckhart? <laughs> you gotta. You know, I wish me. I knew. I wish I knew. It's just there's just something about him. It's it's kind of like the CIA guy in The Dark Knight Rises. We just gravitate toward that character. We just absolutely love every single second he's on screen. And Eckhart's the same way. I I can't explain what it is. It's it's that gravelly, like really like deep, like uh, like. Uh, uh, the drink and drink. Like I can't even do it. Is it here? What's uh, drink and drain? I can't even do it that fucking low because it's it's. I mean, he's it's he's literally so great. But he also represents police corruption. Kind of one of the reasons that Batman needs to exist in Tim Burton's world of Gotham. I mean, it's it's so it's so great. Is is that actor still alive? Uh, Nick? No, no. William Hookins died ages ago. <laughs> of course not. Jesus he, Christ! He died right afterwards. He looked like a fucking human wheelbarrow. <laughs> Why wasn't I told about this? Who's in charge? 
Eckhart, Eckhart sir. sir. My oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon was so great in that. I don't want to get off on Batman 89 because while it's a fucking great movie, how the fuck does it fit in this countdown? It's an. A- tell fuck? me it's not an action film because you're fucking it's wrong. A comic tell me. Book movie. Tell I me it's not a quintessential 80s it. movie. All the Prince music, like, I mean, that's like one of the hallmarks <laughs> of 80s films is just these crazy, crazy sound and music. It, it's like. It's it's absolutely like quintessential eighties. Go fuck yourself. Get out of here. Get beat it. I don't it. know if I don't know if I'm mad at you about oh, picking Batman. No. Or, I don't know if I'm mad at you about picking Batman or taking Big Trouble in Little China. You're still mad at me for taking Big Trouble. Get <laughs> I don't out know of here. Which one is? That? I know. Listen, I know it's a comic book movie, but let's face it. Some of these action films are going to dabble in other genres as well. Yeah, it's a comic book film, but you can't take away the fact that it's an action film. It has some great action set pieces, and it really does. I, I'm I I totally agree with you, uh, and. Uh, Nick, I, I agree with Nick on this one because I think of it as like you're in an old school video store. Which which section would would Batman be in? It'd be in the action section. There wasn't a comic true. comic book section. That's back to, in the that's day. absolutely true. It would be. So um, yeah, good uh, good pick. Uh, I guess Nick. Would, would and if you're playing along, Justin begrudgingly adds that in there. Thank you. <laughs> with fantasy uh, movie draft bingo, you can now check off Shane and Nick fight about something no one else talks about. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting is a strong word. I argue, argue. Fair enough. In- I, I intensely disagreeing. Pod- maybe. I still think there's a podcast out there for just having once a week somebody comes on and states something they fucking hate and everybody else loves, <laughs> yes. and they just have to defend it for an hour. Yeah, we have <laughs> oh talked about this, uh, dude. We actually, I think it was in one of our our chats we talked about that. Shane is a, a podcast all about like. What was the title? I thought I think it was like it was Nick's unpopular opinions. Nick's unpopular opinions. Well, it's not going to be. It's it's going to be when when we actually start putting out episodes of the Movie Pod Squad podcast. There's going to be a segment in it for Nick's unpopular opinions, where they're just going to take something that I hate, and you know I'm going to have to sit there and be like, "You guys fucking suck," and I'm right. <laughs> this is a great movie. Listen, it's just like Lethal Weapon Two, and nobody around the board can deny on, that Batman stop, or stop, Lethal stop, Weapon no, no, Two whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, it's, stop, are great movies. It's not just, just like took, Lethal Weapon Two. You just took the shine and moved it over to Batman and The Big Trouble in Little China. Let's not go back to Lethal Weapon Two. I'm just you're reminding saying, I'm everybody just, out these there are that both, you had a shitty these are pick both first round. fantastic films, and they're both fantastic '80s films. I don't want to hear your shit. Fucking come on, he picked Platoon. Let's get back on Mark. All right. First of all, <laughs> if you're comparing Batman to uh, Lethal Weapon 2, are you sure you're talking about Batman, the first one, and not Batman and Robin? Ooh. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding? Get the fuck out of here. We, we know you guys love Arnold as Dr. Freeze, so. Ten name is Freeze. Ten, ten out of ten. Ten, ten out of the a ten. Sound of your doom. Sound of your doom. <laughs> The the epic film guys rate it ten out of ten. Batman and Robin. So. Ten out of ten. What? <laughs> I, I, I still don't understand. It was a joke. I know. I know. Guys. Yeah. If if I was gonna say if nobody's ever listened to that episode, we did a whole tongue and cheek segment where we rated Batman and Robin ten out of ten and lauded praise upon it. Then we went to our end credits and after our outro played, we came back and we were like, "No, guys, it's a piece of shit. We understand that. We were just fucking around." <laughs> but, but see, like the, the problem with that Nick is no one learned no one stayed around to the, to the outro, right. so nobody knew that you guys were kidding. So, well, it's arguable that nobody listened to the first part either. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shit. Your mom might have. I have a lot of women to get laid. No, my mom didn't. And, and I don't score much. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> wow. Okay, so let's move on uh, to... Please and thank you, God. <laughs> Paul, Paul, you gotta you gotta follow Batman with your 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 third round pick. What do you got? Well, it's almost unforgivable that we have hit what pick twelve in this draft, and the other eighties icon hasn't been mentioned yet. So the tough call for me is eh, which film of his to go with. But after well about thirty seconds thought, I've decided on the film that is more eighties than any film we've mentioned so far because it is a product of the Cold War. And America versus Russia. It's Rocky Four. So that's the Stallones. Damn it. Kicking ass against Dolph Lundgren. The whole film which launched Dolph Lundgren's career, which is fucking as shit as it is. Quote career, unquote. Yes, quote career. Uh, And and Sly, look, it's it's weird that I'm picking the fourth sequel rather than the second one, which is obviously a far, far better film. But if you want to pick the most recognizable 80s boxing film, here it is. Rocky Four is... I'm not going to say it's a masterpiece. It's just a great 80s action flick. There's no easy way out. Oh. Yeah, I'm totally going to have to There's back no up Paul on this home. one. Yeah, oh, Rocky good Four is for a, you. Yeah, I'm going to have to totally back up Paul on this one. It's Rocky Four, solid movie. One of Arguably one of the best soundtracks also mm. for a movie. And good, the good movie call. had fucking James Brown in it. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, well, I mean, thank, thank you, Creed, sir. Apollo Creed fucking died, Jane, oh, which this, is huge. This movie, this movie for me was fucking huge because I had followed Rocky all the way from the time when he was all poor and living in Philadelphia, all the way through getting his ass kicked by Mr. T, and then when you get into fucking Rocky Four, things are serious, dude. Apollo Creed dies within like fifteen fucking minutes of this movie. It's it was one of the most pivotal moments for me in nineteen. What was it eighty eight or eighty nine? It just knocked me out of my fucking shoes. I was like, oh, my God, Apollo Creed is dead. I, this, I, absolutely, this was my next pick. So, fucking bravo. This is one of my favorite Woo. movies from the 80s. Thank you, Shane. Paul, I, I, I have to disagree with you on one thing. You you said that you think um, the second one is better. Rocky Four is my favorite Rocky movie. Oh, okay, so. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, what is that sound? Did you guys hear that? No, nothing in my end. No, okay. Uh, Solid pick, Paul. That was next on my list. Um, Rocky Four also has one of the best uh, training sequences of any 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 80s action movie uh, as well. So, um, much respect for that pick, man. That's awesome. Cheers. What do you What do you think about Rocky Four, Nick? (laughs) Nick, I have never seen it. What? Oh my fucking god! Are you I've fucking seen, serious? I've, I, I've seen in I've protest, seen the first Rocky. I'm and throwing I down saw, my headphones um, and I'm walking off to get a beer. This is disgraceful. Jesus fucking Christ! I, I cannot. I cannot my not get around shit. this. Oh my god! No, I've I've uh, the only I've I've seen the first Rocky. It was ages ago, and I saw Creed. Uh, the most recent one where Michael B. Jordan was in it, and that was a fantastic film as well. And the first Rocky is an absolutely fantastic film. It's just one of those franchises I just, you know, lost track with over time. Look, I like I did not. This have... is when Rocky beat the goddamn Russian. Oh, motherfucking goddamn son of a ass cock, motherfuck. I I did not have like this childhood where I got to just 
like watch movies and stuff. Like I didn't watch movies with my parents. My parents didn't watch movies. And like I didn't really discover my passion and love for cinema. I did this in the Christmas episode too, where I kind of fucking defend myself. But like I like that's I got passionate about films like in my late teens and stuff. And unfortunately there's just so much to go back to and it's just I just haven't gotten back to Rocky yet. Like yeah, I, I believe you guys. Like, I absolutely do that. You know, a lot of the Rocky films are, you know, well, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. I've heard. But like, yeah, I don't I don't I, I just haven't seen it yet. Fuck. Well, well, we were waiting for the time in the draft that we were going to take away uh, Nick's man card. And, and it's it's come to that time. So. God damn it. <laughs> Not only that, if, if Justin is listening to this uh, on the next episode of Epic Film Guys, uh, Justin with Nick. By the way, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're gonna have to uh, check out Rocky Four, which is an amazing '80s action movie. I, so. I think that's absolutely has to be the next show you do. Nick <laughs> I mean, finally listen, sits like down when we did, fucking watches Rocky Three and Rocky Four. Don't, bar- don't I talked earlier with Rocky Five? I talked earlier about the, the the whole Carpenter thing that we did last year. That was the first time I'd ever seen the thing. That was the first time I'd ever seen Big Trouble. That was the first time I've ever seen Escape from New York. Like a lot of Carpenter movies. Like I mean, I just, I mean, unfortunately, there's just so many films to go back to. It's just I got to piece them in and fit them in where i can you got rocky i just haven't gotten gotten back to yet man you got to do three and four seriously that is a personal request from now that i'm older to you is you have to do a rocky show because mr t was a fucking badass i mean a fucking badass in rocky three and not only that, Mr. T is now going to be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars, guys. So. <laughs> I heard of that. And I was like, hey. If we're, if we're going to do our Dancing with the Stars podcast together, Nick, you're going to have to watch Rocky Three at least. So, Well, shit. Um, so, was, was there talk about a Dancing with the Stars podcast? or <laughs> Just announcing it here. Just announcing hmm. it here. So... Um, <laughs> So I'm next, guys, and I'm going to take a, a a page from the Nick playbook, and I'm going to go with my heart on this one. And um, Don't do I'm it. Also, I'm also probably going to make Nick uh, a little mad a little bit, and I'm going to go with Roadhouse for my third pick, guys. <laughs> God fucking damn it. jeez. Oh, <laughs> you have to be nice until it's time to not be nice. I fucking love Roadhouse, guys. I don't care what Nick thinks about Swayze. I'm tired of all his Swayze hate. The guy is dead, <laughs> and he continues to hate on him and piss on his grave. Nick, Roadhouse is fucking awesome, and you need to fess up and, and acknowledge that right now on this so, podcast. Let me, let, let me acknowledge the story of Roadhouse as, as it pertains to me, okay? At my bachelor party, Justin brought this Swayze head on a stick he made me carry around. I still got it at my desk. He brought this thing to make me carry around everywhere we went. I even brought it to the fucking strip club. The strippers had a field day with it. But, you know, he he was like, you have to watch Roadhouse. We're fucking watching Roadhouse at your bachelor party. So we put it in. No shit. I shit you not. It was halfway through the movie, like right after the point in time where Swayze fucks that chick on the roof of the barn. And... And and the fucking power went out. The power goes out at the fucking house, and we're like, what the fuck? So we all just got up and left because the power wasn't on, so we all just got up and left and went to the strip club. Never watched the rest of it, so I've only ever seen the first half. I will say, uh, just the first half of that movie, like, it's a it's a pretty decent movie, like, the first half of it. I just haven't seen the rest of it. But, no, I fucking hate Patrick Swayze. Fuck you. He's talentless. He's a goddamn... He's a piece of plywood. Like, his line delivery is terrible in everything I've ever seen him in. 
Jeez, don't Nobody. talk so bad about the guy. He gave you head on your bach- at your bachelor party. <laughs> I, I, was about to, I was about to say those those strippers were like really turned on by your Patrick Swayze mask. Yeah, listen, and, he and, got more and, play than I did. All right, and then you took it away, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, put the Patrick Swayze mask back on." Exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Nobody puts Nick or Baby in the corner. Oh fuck oh. you, Dirty Dancing's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm with Nick um, on that one. God, that movie's terrible. Um, too too much music and dirty dancing for Paul. He he, he doesn't like that. So, yeah, uh, that's correct. Too many uh, rusty coat hanger abortions and dirty dancing. <laughs> the time of my life. Stop it! Never Jeez. felt this way before. Oh man! Yes, I swear it's the truth. And I owe it all to you. <laughs> So this right. this went to a dark place. So now we know. So so now we know. Nick, you need to watch Rocky. Did 3. Paul hang up? Did, did Paul hang up? No, he won't be. Paul was like, "Fuck I, this! I can't I, do it anymore, guys." I, I didn't. I didn't see you singing along. Uh, I was watching. You, you I did along, sing. Paul. That was me on the high note. You may not have noticed. So. Uh, so, so now that my favorite Patrick Swayze movie is off the board with my third pick, that means Mark, you're up next with your <laughs> with your round three pick. What are you gonna pick? All right. Well, for my round three pick, just like my round two pick, I'm gonna go with a movie that was the second in this franchise, and we got to go all the way back to the beginning of the decade, 1980, to a movie that fuck all nice. of you if you nice. said you don't love this movie. Um, it's currently one of the top 15 movies of all time, and I'm talking about The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, no, God, not the one I'll see. Oh, it. Mm, interesting. I was hoping that would hang around until I cannot later. believe that movie slipped so far in this draft. I had to scoop it up, but, you know, hey, your loss, my win. Um, still a movie, and I beg to differ where you said that Rocky Four was a movie that was the most 80s movie. This movie came out in 1980 and dominated the rest of the decade and, well, quite frankly, still dominates to this day. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say that I, I had it on my list and I probably would have picked it later if it was still around in like round four or five. But when I think 80s movie, Empire doesn't scream out to me 80s movie. But I mean, nonetheless, I still would have picked it from my list. So I can't give you shit for it. Yeah, it, I the, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I think it skews more, you know, science science fiction fantasy than action. But it's yeah. such a good movie, though. That I mean, literally, it's got that broad appeal. That I, 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 just in terms of quote unquote strategy for the draft, I just I think it's a smart pick, and I think it's I'm gonna make up for a platoon for fuck's sake. So <laughs> <laughs> that that was gonna be my con. My comment is, you know, just when you're looking at his list, remember platoon. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, it was also on my list. I would have picked it in four or five as well. So I can't give you too much shit for it. I would have picked it before platoon because nobody else in the draft was gonna pick platoon. But still, oh, good <laughs> for you. <laughs> it did win awards though it did win awards so. a golden globe no less <laughs> that was best picture as well come on <laughs> and the golden globe nobody ever mentions the golden globe okay mark was the first person who's ever mentioned it <laughs> such an important award you know it has so much exactly. weight to it at least two or three who won pounds. the sag that year that's what i need to do <laughs> 
So solid pick, Mark. Uh, That means that Shane has the last pick in round three. What are you going with, Shane? You've got Lethal Weapon and Terminator so far. What are you going with? You can do it! Cut his fucking head off! (laughs) You need the one that says you can do it all night long. You need that one because, I mean, come on, dude. Uh, as far as my uh, my pick for the third round, I had a lot of options here. A lot of movies that I'm still absolutely blown away that you guys haven't picked. When I was a kid in the 80s, when I saw um, the motorcycle gang run down this dude's family and the shoes run down the street uh, yes. in Mad Max, the road warrior, I was like, oh my God, his whole family is dead. And then for the rest of that movie, he goes on basically an archer style rampage and just fucking destroys as many people as he fucking can. That's a goddamn Mad Max movie. Fuck Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max the Road Warrior is my pick for the round three. Wait, oh. we hang up on him for saying Wait, that. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I think you're mi- I think you're mixing them up. Like that happens in the first one. In the second one, he's all by himself and it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland, and he gets involved with the people who want water. The fuel, sorry, fuel. So he gets involved. Yeah, you don't see his family. I thought that's Thunderdome. No, no, Thunderdome's the kids. Mm. Controversy! Mm. Yes! (laughs) So I put down Road Warrior. Is that what you're picking, Shane? I'm picking Road Warrior. Fuck the noise. That one's better than the first (laughs) one you just described anyway. Anyways. Uh, I think that's like a little kicking sand in the face of Paul. What do you think about that, Paul? Well, I think that oh, I know Paul which Mad Max Nick, movie is a fucking, Mad Max movie for starters. They both have their they both have their mouth around Mad Max Fury Road. I don't know what that's all about, but when it Best comes film to Mad of Max movies, last year, uh, my uh, number two of 2015 didn't win any awards. Oh, 2015, Where's the Golden Globe? It won a shit ton of Oscars. Who the fuck are it you did? kidding? Uh, it won for like production design. Okay, production yeah, design is an movie. incredibly important aspect of prestigious. Film. It is maybe if it would have won for best script or I don't know best director or best film or some shit like that, then maybe it would have had some credence. It was a pretty film, but if there would have been Fuck a fucking you, plot, I could have paid attention to shit. it. Come on, sh- come on, Nick! You got something on your soundboard there to put Shane in his place. <laughs> I'm trusting in you here. God damn it! By the uh, way, wrong! I just that there you go. That's enough. <laughs> what you should have had is uh, Willy Wonka going, you get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> um, I'm about to break everybody's heart with the first pick in the fourth round. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, Shane. let Justin announce it. No, no, Shane. We still got to talk about this, sir. So I remember when I first started talking with Shane on, on Twitter. and Game were- over, man. Exactly. Exactly. There were a couple <laughs> things that stuck that, that stood out. Was number one his hate of Mad Max Fury Road. Number two his hate of Nicolas Cage. And then I eventually oh, found so and, then, and then I eventually found out that he was very angry about anyone who thought Die Hard was a Christmas movie. So <laughs> anyone, um, everyone. Oh man, Shane. So uh, Mad Max. So. Ma- Bit of trivia for people who listen to our show, so I married a movie geek. Mad Max Fury Road was the last movie uh, my wife and I watched before our son was born. Like, we literally watched Fury Road, and then two days later, he was born. So, he, and he's fucking awesome, Shane. So, you know. Is his name so, Furiosa? That'd be awesome. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. It's <laughs> his middle name. It, it, it's, it is. It's Marcus She's Furiosa. She's like all these babes. She get their pilot lit. They can suck start a leaf blower. <laughs> 
It's because the movie was so action-packed and badass and induced labor in your wife. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It was the production design. That's what did it. It was a, <laughs> a very important award. It, That's it, right. The sound mixing. The, that film is moving fucking art. It's it's a it's a fucking awesome chase movie. For the that's blind. all you, that's all you need to know, Shane. That's the plot. Is the fucking chase movie. It's one of the best it's chase moving movies. art for the blind. Is what it is. <laughs> Two days art. before get the kid was born, he heard God. the movie in utero and said, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out and see this. I gotta Hell get out of the, the fucking yes, womb. To, I gotta get out of the womb to protest this shit. They can't watch <laughs> bullshit like this when I'm in the womb. What the fuck is wrong with you people? As Kenny repeatedly says, Shane, you are on a hill all by yourself, dying alone. <laughs> and this is a hill where I'm gonna stand up here and shoot Nazis from it all night long, dude. <laughs> like I like all you, all you people that like Mad Max Fury Road, Nazis. I'm just saying. <laughs> like I like to say, Shane. <laughs> I- here, here's the doll, Shane. Hold the doll and tell me where Mad Max Fury Road touched you wrong on the doll. So um, I'm pointing to my butt. I'm <laughs> All right, so it's it's time for round four. Shane, what do you got for your your round four pick? I feel the need, the need to pick Top Gun for the first pick of the fourth <laughs> round. Good pick, sir. You can have it. I, I got to be honest and say, this is when you said earlier, uh, when we we're talking about quotable movies, there's 9,050 different quotes. Obviously, I feel the need for speed gets quoted all the time, but like Slider, you stank the whole scene when he's singing, you got that lure, you've lost that love and feeling. All this shit, so quotable. The super gay scene when they're all playing volleyball and shit like that. You know, I am dangerous, Ice Man. At one one point, of the best action films ever in the 80s. At what point in the podcast did we stop casting action flicks and go to chick flicks? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> hey, um, hey, Platoon, if you could pipe it down over there, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Brother. I'm sure that when you come to drama, that's where Platoon would be. Pretty sure Top Gun's going to be in action. Oh, Just saying. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, Top Gun came out in 86, right? Is that correct? It doesn't have a Golden Globe. But Sounds about correct. right. Uh, the no, thing is, Platoon does. The, 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 the thing is, a kid that I really rem- <laughs> remember from Top Gun is there's like a really weird sex scene between uh, Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. With like tongue kissing and stuff. I was like, whoa, this is really. Super gay. Super gay. Super gay. Both of them. Super gay. Super gay. Exactly. So. And she did not age well. If you look up Kelly McGillis 2016, it is not what you're hoping to be. I'm just going to tell you that right now. (laughs) There we go. Oh my god! But be honest. When you hear that music, do you not think about flying jets and shit like that? Like the scene when he when Goose dies. That's still one of the most pivotal moments in the '80s up to that point. When Goose dies during the fucking dogfight training mission and shit like that. Like that's some serious fucking shit. No, when I hear that song, I think of feminine hygiene products. Aww. Oh, good <laughs> <it> for you. <laughs> wow. You're a rabble razzle, uh, Mark. I, I like you, man. So, uh, <laughs> um, Top Gun, Top Gun. Also, uh, you know, Meg Ryan, good Meg Ryan role before she t- take changed, me to bed or lose me forever. Changed she up her, changed up her face. Away. 
So Batman uh, eighty nine. Uh, Batman eighty nine. Uh, Drinking Drano. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you're up next. What do you got for round four, sir? <laughs> All right, for my uh, fourth round pick, I got to go with a movie that, unlike my last two picks, was the second movie in this franchise. This was the first movie in this franchise, and I fell in love with this movie at a very young age and still love it to this day. It was an adaption from a fantastic novel, and I'm going 1982's First Blood. First Blood, okay. Nice. Uh, fantastic movie, inspired an entire franchise. You know, we're talking three... S- Three other sequels that came after it launched Stallone into the mainstream uh, powerhouse performances by Richard Crenna and Brian Dennehy in it. And uh, you can't forget the small but integral part played by Mr. David Caruso. So in in my book, First Blood really was a pinnacle movie for the 1980s and definitely action packed. So... And if and if people are listening and and don't know uh, what franchise we're talking about, that's the first in the the Rampo franchise. So uh, I knew you'd say that, right? That's where we're first intro- introduced to Mister John Rambo as a Vietnam vet. Not only is it a fantastic action movie, it is a fantastic political movie. Really talking about how veterans were treated in America after coming home from Vietnam. We we actually last year uh, we we talked about this movie on the podcast and uh, it's crazy to see the difference between First Blood the first movie and the latter Rambo movies because in the first movie he's kind of like uh, very like like sleek and like fat like almost like a ninja killing people and then right. as as it goes along he's you know shooting hundreds and hundreds of uh, you know Asian random Asian dudes everywhere basically so. Yeah, and as much as as much fun as the other movies in that uh, series were, nothing has the social and powerful impact that First Blood did. It delivered on the action scenes, it delivered on the drama, it. But it the other movies were, I don't want to say tongue in cheek, but they were kind of popcorn flicks where they just took the John Rambo character and let said, hey. Let's just cartoon him up and make him a big-ass action star superhero, um, which kind of diminishes the importance of the original First Blood, but First Blood still holds up to this day as a pinnacle movie of the 1980s. So here's my question. Which one is more remembered now? I mean, that's definitely the better film, not knocking it at all, Mark, but which one's the better film in terms of people's memories? When people think Rambo, which is the film they think of? I, I I think of the part two one where, where he basically won Vietnam, right? Exactly. <laughs> that was the one that uh, J- uh, James Cameron wrote, I think. If I if I'm not oh, wrong, so okay. That that one's crazy. Part two is my favorite, and it's totally bonkers and crazy. So when he gets yeah. lifted up out of the water with the leeches on him, that shit's oh crazy. yeah, yes, <laughs> that's, that's a, a nasty ass scene, dude. And he's all like he's all like brooding and shit, like I'm about to kill all you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, dude. Uh, I would definitely say um, the first one was was awesome. It would definitely was more. Um, it, it seemed like it had a lot more substance to it than the rest of them did. For sure, I liked part two. Oh, yeah. I, I loved the movies. Don't get me wrong; all the Rambo movies are good. I actually liked the um, the recent one they did just a few years back. It actually 
captured that kind of feeling of the popcorn movie that part two was that had a little bit of substance to it, but not too much. It didn't make you think too much. It was really just Rambo going around and killing a whole bunch of fuckers again. But I, I think the the pick overall, First Blood, is a great pick for 80s movies. It was quintessential 80s to me. All right. There you go. Good pick, Mark. Thank uh, you. So that means I am next uh, with my uh, fourth pick. And um, I'm trying to sure. go. I'm trying to go a little bit different with each of my picks. I've got a an Indiana Jones pick. I've got a Arnold pick. I've got my Patrick Swayze pick just for Nick. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to pick a, another movie that I know uh, or I think Nick doesn't like that much, but which one of my favorite movies as a Safe kid. Bit. Uh, as you know, I'm going to go with the Karate Kid, gentlemen. Whoa. Oh, my God. I got to back you up on that. Oh, Fantastic pick. Fantastic cr- pick. Great movie. That movie's a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to have this out now, Nick. What the fuck do you have wrong with hold the Karate on, hold Kid? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Justin, I want you to go ahead and record this. This week on Nick's Unpopular Opinions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Nick. Because I, I just, you, you, I just hate this movie. It's just such a piece of shit. Way to piss on everybody's fucking yeah. childhood. Sweep the leg, Justin. Ass. Sweep that's the leg. All I do, son. But that's what he. That, but that's what he says. He just like it's a piece of shit. He, he doesn't explain or anything. That's just that's <laughs> all he says. So I'm like. Great character building. I great listen. I I watched the movie and I just it, it just is not one of those movies. I saw this movie when I was younger too. I saw this movie when I was a kid, and it just it just doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't connect with me. I just I I, I just hate it. I just do. Yeah, he likes the Karate <laughs> Kid three much better. But much better. Much better. Fantastic. No, he likes the he one likes with the, the chick. Yeah, Jaden Smith, baby. Woo. <laughs> so so the the Karate Kid. Uh, you know Daniel Larusso, Mr. Miyagi, Elizabeth Shue is my my fucking '80s crush of all time. I said like, hot uh, back then, so hot. Like as a kid, you know, watching them. Uh, I mean, I came from Podunk, North Carolina, drove out to Southern California. I live in the Valley now. Uh, my kid goes uh, goes to school down the street from. Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi's apartments. I fucking love the Karate Kid, guys. I, I I took karate as a kid just because of the Karate Kid, thinking that I could like kick dudes in the face, but really that's not what you do in karate class. You just like move around and it takes forever to get a black belt. So I quit after a year, but it's a great fucking movie. And Nick, you need to watch it again. I don't care if you watched it when you were like eight years old and you hated yeah, it. Yeah, no. Nope, not going to do it. He hasn't seen Rocky Four. I think there's plenty of things for him to watch before he gets to the Karate Kid, okay? We can't help him at this point. Yeah, as much as I love the Karate Kid, the only problem I ever had with the entire movie is at the end, he ends up fighting John Lawrence, his nemesis, who probably had been taking martial arts since the time he was six or seven years old. Daniel LaRusso learns in maybe three months and kicks his ass. So, I mean... Well, I, I think you can you can wash that away with the fact that it was a very even match, and Daniel LaRusso had to use what was probably an illegal kick to the face <laughs> to win the match in the first place. 
Um, and if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson makes a great case for the fact that Daniel LaRusso is the bad guy throughout the entire movie. It's and totally Johnny true, too. It really is. He's fucking defending his crown. But when you go back and watch it, like the one reason I have a problem with it, and I know it's the fourth round, but as far as a pick for action films, I, it's actually on Hulu right now. And I watched it the other day, and I'm skimming through, and I'm like, cool, let's get to where they actually start training for karate, because that's when the movie kind of picks up. Before then, it's just Daniel being a whiny bitch. It doesn't take until like 41 minutes into the fucking movie before he ever starts doing anything with karate. Before that, Daniel's just getting his ass kicked and Mr. Miyagi kicks somebody's ass at like the 36 minute mark. So as far as action movies go, it's a two hour long movie with like 40 minutes of nothing except Daniel being a whiny bitch. So I will give, I will give credit where credit's due. Pat Morita's fucking the man. I love Pat Morita. He's great. Well, thanks, Shane, for for shitting on one of my favorite movies as a kid. <laughs> you can do it! Cut his fucking head off! That's what I did. <laughs> all right, all right. So um, that means Paul's up next with uh, his fourth pick. What are you going to go with, Paul? It's a tough pick because I feel like my list so far has been okay. Now I need to fill it out a little bit in ways that I have yet to do so. And you cannot have an 80s action flicks list of five films without an Arnold film on there. You guys have taken the best. I'm not attempting to suggest for one second this film is better than those that have already been chosen. But it is quintessentially 80s. It's from the mid-80s, I think 85. It's Commando. where God damn it. <laughs> where he absolutely gives the worst wooden performance of all time, yet it remains... <laughs> One of the most quotable 80s action flicks. It is ridiculously entertaining in how dumb it is, but I fucking love it anyway. Any film where... <laughs> any film where you promised to kill me... I, I promised to kill you last, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you did, John. Yeah, I lied. Did. I lied, and he drops him off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> I watched that scene a million times when I was about nine or so years of age because I could not stop laughing at how, even at that age... How ridiculously awesome it was! So that's my there, sorry. That's my number. That's my number four pick or the fourth round pick, Commando. Please, Mark. Great pick. And is there anybody on this podcast that the first time they watched that didn't have a total crush on Alyssa Milano? Yeah, <laughs> right. She was aged. like tw- she was like twelve, Mark. Yeah, yeah I was about, and I was so were most nine. of us when we first saw that movie. So. She was the she was a hotter older girl. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that that sound effect is to signify the fact that I've never seen Commando. I've seen yeah, you did say it, that before I've we recorded. Never watched it. Like when you were talking about it earlier, like, don't, don't say shit like Point. that because I, I was Zero. like, it doesn't matter. So many picks that I've never seen it. It didn't have any effect on me, and it was a good '80s movie apparently because it was very quotable. I've seen the scene and like those best of Arnold movies where like I promise to kill you last and all that shit. But it just doesn't jump out off the page when it comes to Arnold movies for me. It always goes back to Terminator and Predator and shit like that. So, and you know, it, it's not a Tuma. Well, you haven't seen the whole movie, Shane. You got to watch the whole movie before you can properly rank it among Schwarzenegger movies, man. Well, I, exactly. But it didn't stand out. It didn't jump off the page as being like, oh my God, I have to see that movie. Fix it, I Shane. Guess. Fix it fix fast. It. Fix it. Fix it. As soon as Nick sees Rocky Four, then we can talk about me seeing Commando. <laughs> you guys always see- comes back to me somehow. I fucking know it. You two are crossover. like Nemesis. Crossover, crossover. You guys both need to watch both those movies and talk about them together in the same episode. There's a podcast. Nick and Shane watch shit they haven't seen before and talk about <laughs> it. 
this episode, this episode of Nemesis with Shane and Nick. <laughs> That'd be a great fucking podcast. Let's not It'd even be deny fucking it. Fucking great. You could do it once a month. You don't even have to do it uh, once a week. I, I would. That would be baller hate, as fuck, the dude. The hate would bleed over for each month, every single month. Mad Max Fury Road would get brought up at least twice <laughs> every episode. It would degenerate to someone storming off every episode. It'd be great. <laughs> and now five minutes of silence while Nick goes into the other room and vapes. <laughs> Hashtag vape nation. It would be just Nick uh, Nick talking to his soundboard the whole time because Shane's so pissed <laughs> off at him. So. <laughs> Hashtag cloud of smoke. You can do it! Cut his fucking head off! <laughs> and that's what I would do every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, uh, oh, my God. So, Shane, if you need to watch Commando, if only for the last, like, the main last action scene, literally John Schwarzenegger as John Matrix takes out, like, a ho- over a hundred dudes with... With guns, like it's it's the cra- it's one of the craziest action yeah. sequences with guns ever in the eighties. You, know, so. you know that scene in Predator when they're they're uh, trying to get back the the plans and whatever else, and or the rescue the the dead, or sorry, the uh, kidnapped uh, soldiers, and he just looks one way and and squirts his gun and he kills three dudes, and then there's another shot to three <laughs> more guys running out, and he squirts that way and kills three more dudes. It's that yeah. scene times ten. <laughs> it, it's definitely knowing what they did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. They had that belief that because he was Mr. Universe, that meant that he could kill 17 dudes with like 16 bullets, no matter what movie he was in. So knowing the way yeah. they treated him, I'm sure Commando will be one of those movies where I go, how did I never see this as soon as I watch it? But at the same time, it's just one of those that I can't rank on my list of best eighties movies. Cause I just never got a chance to see it. <sighs> There's always time, Shane. There's always time. There is always time. I mean, so, I could watch it tomorrow, but there's so much other shit to watch. I just started watching Santa Clarita Diet. That shit was pretty funny. Oh, my God, Shane. Come on. Watch Do Commando not compare. Over, over Santa Clarita Diet. Thank you. I've seen four episodes of that show. Do not compare, Shane. Come on. Arnold <laughs> <laughs> Schwarzenegger in the 80s. Or Drew Barrymore. Then again, though, let me, Fat let me just, Drew Barrymore. Let me let me take this. The, let me take the podcast off to the side for a second. We just pull us over to the side of the road. I had a crush on her in ET. Okay, like I don't know what it was, but I knew something was special. And then just <laughs> she was four. <laughs> you didn't hang out with giving, Mark. Dude, giving I was shit six. about Alyssa Milano. I was six at the time. Okay, game over, man. <laughs> but i've always had a crush on her and yes she is kind of chubby but aren't we all in our 30s and she's in her 40s uh speak for yourself she's same age as i can't take anything away from drew barrymore she's awesome wow wow okay you, you can just edit that part Sorry. justin it's all good <laughs> fuck <laughs> didn't mean to pull everything over to the side of the room yeah i mean if you're really into girls with speech impediments then that's fine but damn <laughs> fucking barbs blew, are flying. she probably blew half of hollywood in the 90s let's be honest brother brother <laughs> man okay so uh 12 year old Alyssa milano and then drew barrymore and et lots of love for those those two actresses in those roles I also uh, loved uh, Britney shit. Spears in the uh, "Hit Me One More Time" video. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, who? Who does? The, there you go. We Shane, are, that, I think we got oh, all the baby, that. That's baby, the fourth baby. No, I won't do that. Okay, let's just let's just move on. <laughs> I, I think that is the fourth beer, actually. I I was waiting for when when Shane's like, I'm just gonna put the podcast and, and go to the side of the road to 
open up my heart about this weird love that I had this as a child. This Drew Barrymore love I had. Oh, my lord. This episode can be called Shane's Weird Love of Drew Barrymore. <laughs> hey, at least he said he liked her in the Hit Me One More Time video and not when she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. Hit me, baby, yeah. one more time. What, he only was sa- he was only that sa- about a domestic violence victim? <laughs> <laughs> he only said that because we were still weirded out by the you know, four-year-old Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore love. So. <laughs> dude, I'm 39, dude. She's like a year younger than me. <laughs> Fuck off, okay? <laughs> All right, so Nick, you got the last, uh, the last pick in the fourth round. Uh, I can't wait to see what you got up your sleeve. <laughs> No, this one, this one should be relatively non-controversial. It's Once Romeo again, and Juliet. And, shut your mouth. As Paul said, uh, you know, you have to have an Arnold film on here. You guys have chosen pretty much everything Arnold-wise I would have picked on here, so my list won't include any, unfortunately. Um, but going back to that Carpenter retrospective that we did back in October, I saw another film that I absolutely loved. It was Escape from New York. John Carpenter directing Kurt Russell Snake in this Blitzkin. film. Yeah, Snake Plissken. It's an absolutely fantastic film. I, 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 honest to God, I there's a lot I don't remember about it. Unfortunately, I kind of had to crush a lot of John Carpenter into my brain at one point. But when I watched it, I remembered being absolutely enthralled by it. I mean, it's it's just straight up action packed. It's a very it's a relatively short film, so it's very very straight to the point. Drops you right into the action immediately. Grabs Pliskin, throws him right into the action, and you mean you've got Ernest Borgnine in this movie, Isaac Hayes in this movie. It's 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 a great fucking film. I absolutely loved it, and you know I hope that'll be a little less controversial than some of my other picks for you guys. I but hey, no but, arguments for a fifth round pick. That's a great call. Well done. It's a fantastic film. It really, really is. Fourth round pick. Fourth round pick. Oh, sorry. Fourth. Fourth round, round pick. Yeah. yeah. Still. Still End okay. My fourth round still okay. I, I thought I thought he was gonna do a, a swerve and go with they live for a second. I was like, really? fuck, goddamn, that movie's a piece of garbage. Nobody ever fucking picked that movie. It's such a piece of shit. I'm so it, fucking tempted. It has one of the best eighties <laughs> of fight scenes of, of all time, Nick. Yeah, I, oh yeah. I, you mean it has one of the longest, most egregious <laughs> fucking just balls out undulating machismo for fucking end it's endless. That fight scene goes on for fucking ever. Jesus I Christ, I think I fucking aged like 10 ass. years watching that fight scene. Uh, Fuck, I hate They Live. That movie is garbage. But Escape from New York, a Kurt Russell film with with John Carpenter, it, it's a fantastic, fantastic film. It's my number four. I don't have much else to say about it. I'll open up to the panel, but I love Just, that one. Justin, go ahead and put him down number four for They Live. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to say, they live. I, I was about to say, I'm going to put a little asterisk. Uh, asterisk by Nick's picks. He's got two picks on his board that he just watched in the last couple of months, basically. So listen, I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honest. A I picking first in the draft, I knew that a lot of films that I had seen would get chewed up in the first couple of rounds, and that was absolutely true. And like like some of the stuff you guys have mentioned in the past couple of rounds, I just I just haven't seen. So, you know, and then other stuff like fucking Karate Kid is just so goddamn out left fucking field and you should be dragged out into a pasture and fucking your dick milked until you fall over or something. I don't even know. Your dick milked until you fall over. Listen, that's what you just said out loud. I mean, like put on tape for everyone to hear from now on. You just said it seemed like your dick was milked. Can we isolate that audio? I want that on your soundboard from now on. (laughs) But yeah, I did not. Like I said, I don't have I don't have anything else to say about it. I just I Um, did really, really love it. And it was one of my picks that, you know, was kind of like I said, subbing in for something else 
that got picked earlier. There were, like I said, there were a bunch of other films in here. I wish I could have picked, but you guys already snapped them up. So, Nick, did you ever see Top Gun? I uh, years and years ago, like decades. I mean, you're talking probably when I was in my teens. So you remember Goose dying, right? Eh, yeah, yeah, vaguely. Well, that's I think- why you have no soul, dude. That, that's exactly why you're a sociopath, right there. No, I mean, ser- I mean, fucking seriously. Like, how many movies do you remember beat for beat that you saw like 25 fucking years ago? <laughs> I can quote Young Guns to you right now, like from the beginning to the very end. Like, and that's a movie I watched. Listen, Young Guns and Young Guns Two are fucking awesome. I stand right beside you with that. Not Love to those come, movies. not to come to Nick's aid, but at least. You know, for every film that you can remember, Shane, there is Mad Max and Mad Max Road Warrior, which you can't. So, yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> hey, it was 25 years ago, and there were some drugs in between here and there, okay? And a lot of years of living. So you're giving me shit. Well, I think but there's an issue that we're skirting around here. weapon, too. I think there's an issue that we're skirting around here. Why is it when he thinks of the karate kid, immediately his mind goes to dick milking? <laughs> Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. (laughs) Wax all over the windshield. Done. (laughs) Oh, man. So guess what, guys? It's time for round five. That means Nick gets to pick again with his last pick in the draft. This is it, Nick. Only one more pick. What do you got? Hold on to your fucking seats. Oh, God. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, unfortunately, was already snapped up earlier. Somebody else mentioned Temple of Doom. I think it was Justin. I'm sorry I'm not picking Temple of Doom. I am going with Indiana Jones 3, The Last Crusade. Are you fucking serious? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. This movie's Love so fucking movie. good. What the fuck's wrong with this movie? It's oh, this so fucking good. Sean Connery yanking Temple of Doom is on the board. And you t- <laughs> You've got Sean Connery coming in as the Elder Jones. And I mean... This one, I think, more so than Temple of Doom, which just kind of got weird and short round and oh, Jesus, you know, it, this one really, really kind of anchored in that kind of adventurous feeling of the first one more so. I thought, I love this movie. It's such a fantastic movie. And turn off the music. Guys, Nick, turn off the <laughs> music. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Jesus you <guys> Christ! <laughs> I, I love that you had the music. Just waiting for that pick. I did. I, I queued it up a while ago. I was like, nobody's going to pick it. I'm taking it. Why oh, did you have Lethal Weapon music for the first pick? I mean, seriously. You wait until the fifth, mu- fifth pick to have music for it. Crickets. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I absolutely love this movie. I mean, I'm kind of hard-pressed if I had to pick between Raiders and Last Crusade as my favorite film. They're probably about even in that category for me. They're both absolutely fantastic films. And like I said, since Raiders got chewed up, I wasn't going to pick Temple of Doom. Sorry, Justin. I think it was Justin that was talking about that earlier. Yeah, but- you, you keep shitting on Temple of Doom, Nick. I'm not shitting on it. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I'm just saying I just don't like it as much as I like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I like the sequels that nobody else likes a lot more than every other movie. That's cool. That's all I'm saying. Listen, let's be let's be realistic. Let's be honest with this whole entire draft. It doesn't matter what movies I picked. I was going to get shit for them anyway. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. So, like I said, this is a great movie. Great, great movie. Uh, Like I said, you've got Harrison Ford, of course, reprising the role. You've got Sean Connery showing up. As his dad, and Sean Connery's good in fucking everything except for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but that movie was such a giant fucking colossal dumpster fire that nothing could have saved it. But, you know, yeah, that's it. Number three. 
Number five. Whatever. Done. I, I just wish Shia LaBeouf would have made an appearance. Fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody voting for no fucking nuclear fridge. <laughs> so uh, that means, Paul, you're up with your last pick in the draft. What are you going to do, sir? Shane said the same thing, but there's so much class left on this board that it's really, really hard at this point in time. So I'd like to thank each and every one of you who's picked something out of left field. Um, okay, okay, so I have a pick that I would absolutely go with now. If I wasn't sure this wasn't the best pick in terms of the popular. So I'm going to go with what I think is a more popular choice, even though it doesn't sit well with my heart. So Nick, have a, take a lesson from this. You don't pick with your heart, you pick with your head. I'm going with nope. the first Jean-Claude Van Damme film that's been picked. And how do you not have him in a list of 80s action flicks? I'm going Bloodsport. Because Jean Van Damme is wow. Damn a piece of shit. You guys could just all retire He's... now and give me the crown because this oh, solidifies. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wayne's got to be massaging his balls right now for him to be feeling this good. Kumate. I have a Mad Max Kumate. movie Kumate. on my list and you have Bloodsport. Kumate. Jesus Kumate. fuck. Kumate. I'm with you, Paul. Great fucking Thank pick. You, Fuck it. Get out of here, Justin. <laughs> no, I'm with Paul on this one. It was on Mark, my list no. coming up, and I absolutely loved Bloodsport. It was a movie I grew up watching. Still love it to this day. Not as great as the other 80s movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme made his debut in, that being yeah, Breakin'. Yep. But 50-50, to be honest. Oh, Breakin', not even... <laughs> I thought you were talking kickboxer. <laughs> okay. Um, look, I'm not going to pretend like this is a wonderful film. It is a pretty good martial arts film from the late 80s. It is and was one of the first R-rated it films. It stars Jean-Claude Hold up, hold up. Damn. R-rated in, in Australia means you can't see it unless you're 18 and over. So uh, this is one of the films that my dad would hire, allowed us to hire and watch, even though we were way younger than that. And my mum just said, don't tell your mum. So it has a special place <laughs> in my heart for that reason. And look, the, the, the action is pretty brutal for that time. And yeah, you get to see Jean-Claude Van Damme do his stuff, which back then was pretty impressive. Sure, maybe not so much almost 30 years later, but or actually 30 years later, but otherwise, good film. Happy with it, my number five pick. Bring it, gentlemen. Fucking awesome pick, Paul. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I swear to I'm, God, if I would have picked this movie, I'd get so much fucking shit for it. <laughs> have you even seen it, Nick? Have you seen Bloodsport before? Uh, parts of it, I think. What does that mean, Nick? <laughs> every time I listen, every time I fucking try to watch a Jean Claude Van Damme movie, I turn it off because he's fucking terrible. He's unwatchable. Well, he doesn't talk as much in that one, so he. I think that's because when he talks, it's like he's got a fucking lawnmower in his mouth. It's like blah, 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 blah. he's terrible. I hate Jean Claude Van Damme. Shane, what's your what's your problem with Bloodsport? I, I don't necessarily have a problem with Bloodsport. Mostly, I'm as much as I begrudge to say this, I'm with Nick. Jean Claude Van Damme is just he's goddamn ridiculous. I, I'm disappointed that Time Cop wasn't picked, mainly because it wasn't made in the eighties. Yes, yeah, um, right. but <laughs> but overall, it's just Jean Claude Van Damme is just. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger took being a guy who was from another country and just made it work. Jean-Claude Van Damme seemed to just somehow make a way to not make it work. I, I don't know why I don't like him, but I just don't like him. It's it's kind of up there with a – well, it's not up there with Nicolas Cage because I know I don't like him. He's a talentless fuck. But when it comes to Jean-Claude Van Damme, whoa, like he was whoa, great at whoa. martial arts. Cool, yeah. yeah, hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. God damn it, Shane. What? 
Nicholas Let's Cage. take some of the shit off of Nick for a minute here. Nicholas Cage hate. Got to bring that shit yeah. in here. Not allowed here. Not allowed. Why is it not allowed, dude? He is a talentless fuck. Shane like, is so I, I can think of I can think of seven like Arnold Schwarzenegger can emote better than Nicholas Cage. Sylvester Stallone can emote better than Nicholas Cage. Kurt Russell can emote better. Than Nicolas Cage. No arguments there. Um, it doesn't mean these films are shit. But do I do I need to like throw my headphones down and walk off again? <laughs> it's up to you, man. Just stop it. It's up to you. <laughs> this week on Nemesis with Shane and Nick, Shane hates Nicolas Cage. That's going to go on all this month, guys. I'm going to this- have to back you up on that one. Nicholas oh, Cage oh, cannot. Mark. Come on, Stephen Hawking's can emote better than Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yes. Jesus hold on, Christ! Hold on. This is what it is. Nicholas Cage, Academy I'm Award 80- winning Nicholas Cage. That should I'm be something in, 80- in your book, I'm Mark. Eighties. I'm in an eighties period <laughs> piece. Hi, I'm Nicholas Cage. I'm here to act. A- Nicholas Cage in a middle, uh, uh, excuse me, a medieval time period piece where he's supposed to be a magician. Hi. I'm Nicolas Cage. I'm here to act. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, when he's supposed to be an angel in the 90s. Hi, I'm Nicolas Cage. He's the same fucking character every time. Everything that Nick says bad about Patrick Swayze, multiply it times 47, and that's Nicolas Cage. Listen, listen, listen. I've got one thing to say here. Let me say it. Let me say it. <laughs> Put the bunny back <laughs> in the box. Oh, I thought it was going to be a sound drop. I'm disappointed. I uh, wish it was. I wish I had some Nick Cage on the, here. One of the especially seven from sound drops he has. All right. Now, we all know Nicolas Cage's real last name is Nicolas Coppola. By birthright, he is Italian. So explain to me how in Car- Captain Carilli's Mandolin, he could not pull off an Italian accent. Because he can't fucking act. That's the fucking problem. <laughs> exactly. No matter what, dude, he could be in a paper Game box. Over, man. Exactly. As soon as he gets handed a script, that's what the director says. Came over, man. I have to work with this fucking asshole. Jesus. Well, Shane, you're not going to be invited to the 90s action fantasy movie draft. <laughs> show. Because there'll be no Nicolas Cage films on my list. Ah, uh, Nick and Shane's unpopular opinions coming to a podcast... Uh, Near I you. think it's I think it's got to be Nemesis with Shane and Nick. <laughs> so uh, so solid pick in blood uh, blood sport, Paul. I I I support that pick, sir. Thank you, sir. So, Get out of here. Oh man. So I've got my last pick, and uh, oh jeez. Oh god. Um, I'm gonna go with something maybe a little bit controversial here. Uh. Especially, especially for my boy Nick. Um, this this might be a little bit of a stretch, but if, if we're going with where we where are we in the video store of the '80s, which which section would this movie be in? I'm going with a little bit of action adventure, a little bit slanted toward the the younger crowd, with one of Nick's favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Goonies, Nick. <laughs> God, wow. fucking damn, Jesus ass, Christ. God, I'm, God, turn audio down, nope, 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 <laughs> worth it, even if you just so, threw, oh, this even movie if you just threw such the a league, piece of shit, it. worth it, so even, think, even if I just pick this just to pick Nick off, piss Nick off, it's oh, worth yeah. it, but oh, yeah. th- 
The Goonies, one of my favorite movies of all time. Starts- let's let's all be honest. This is the reason why I'm invited on the show in the first place. <laughs> the Goonies. What can I pick that's going to piss Nick off today? <laughs> the Goonies starts off with a, a jailbreak and just just sails upwards from there. And, it starts and, and- off with a bunch of boring, stupid bullshit, and then it continues on into more boring, stupid bullshit with some of the worst fucking acting. No, I ju- this I- side of Nicolas Cage, Shane. And mute just him, continues mute him down now. into the pit from there. Yeah, we've Jesus. talked about the Goonies several times on Poop Culture. And I think it's safe to say you all have seen the Goonies, correct? There's nobody here that hasn't seen it. No one Every, the Lamentably so, yes. Yeah, no. We had a, uh, a co-host on the show, Mr. J. Biglove, who <laughs> unfortunately has gone missing in action recently, coming home from the 1980s Utopia Island, uh, has still to this day never seen the Goonies. Completely unforgivable. He oh. is better for it. He is better for it. Wow, that's why he's Think lost Think of how scene, much so. more enriched his life is not having to suffer through the fucking Goonies. You know what, You know what, Nick? You can just go suck a dick Wayne style on that one. <laughs> suck, suck a dick. Suck a dick. You can do it! And that's what I'm going to do right now with Nick because I don't know what the fuck is going on with not liking Goonies. I don't get it's a piece can... of shit. It's I, so I don't fucking get, terrible. Like, the fucking, like hating your your childhood. Stop watching it, like... it through the lens of your seven year old self and fucking actually watch it like as a movie. It's garbage. The performances in it are fucking terrible. How Nick, dare you? So shit. Nick, Nick, you say that it's annoying kids, but you're an annoying adult i'm sure you were annoying kid at the time boom you know like roasted <laughs> i mean cory feldman got raped for that movie to get made okay oh, oh damn Jesus. we just got dark hey that's what I, that's I, the... I thought we were trying to be real here on the movie Geek House, okay <laughs> i mean you guys got me five beers in like like craft i'm not talking about like fucking miller miller high life over here mark i'm talking about like you know like some shit with like some real alcohol in it the, I mean so, that's that's where the action came in uh, with damn. the Goonies. It, it's it was, off screen. It was off screen. Um, that's right. He just wanted to play with his one eyed Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but fucking sloth, uh, you know the truffle uh, shuffle, the truffle shuffle chunk. Data, data. No wonder he. This is your fifth pick because he's in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Justin. Oh, there you go. I had another pick that that was too similar to one of my other picks, and then I saw this on my list towards the bottom, and I knew that I just wanted to pick pick it for Nick. Just pick it for Nick because I know that he has a, a irrational hate Has- of this movie. Hashtag pick it for Nick. That's a new thing for this fantasy draft. <laughs> that could literally be the fucking slogan for this episode. I swear. I so, still love all you guys. I don't fucking care. Make Nick's oh. picks look bad. Oh, man. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon I picked, 2. Lethal Weapon 2 is such a good fucking movie. Go <laughs> hold fuck on yourself. As, as soon Everybody as you get, in this fucking... God as, Hold on, though. Nick, Nick, hold on. As soon as you get mad at Nick's first pick, you can just go, well, I mean, Platoon. <laughs> no, not Boom. even fair. Not even close. Platoon still holds up over Lethal Weapon get, 2, for Christ's sake. I get it, Mark. It won a Golden Globe. <laughs> Game over, man. It's Game over. Game over. It's got the Golden Globe. So uh, so spe- speaking of Mark, he, he started off with Platoon, but he's got to end it with his last pick here in the fifth round. What are you going to go with, Mark? All right. Now, for this pick, I had to go with a movie that I hold 
near and dear to my heart, and it's probably my favorite action flick from the 1980s, and that's 1984's Red Dawn. Uh, John Milius wrote it a fantastic script. It's got a fantastic mm. ensemble cast, and the who's, replay who's value on this one is sky high. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who stars in that, though, Mark? Starring <laughs> a sheet of plywood. Yeah, well, Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Charlie Sheen, Jennifer Grey, and, uh, you know, Powers Booth. Can't go Pat- wrong. Patrick but, but- Swayze, though, that's that's that was a very powerful performance by Patrick Swayze. I, I think you have to give his performance. Yeah. That's an oxymoron, sir. Anchors, powerful performance of Patrick Swayze should never be mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence. If, if, if Sean Connery would have been in Red Dawn, he would have played Patrick Swayze's role. But they decided against, they actually auditioned <laughs> Connery. But they decided to go with Swayze because of how Is that how what this has become? Is the movie fantasy draft literally just troll Nick with every pick? Is that what this has become? <laughs> I, I mean, after, to Christ. after the Goonies, I don't think any better pick could be made. But an- another well, Patrick Somebody Swayze can still movie. pick They Live. Oh, They Live is still on the board. You're right. That is it true. It is still on the board. It's all you. All you, Shane. All you. Shane. So, Shane, this is you, man. This is all you. You've got the last pick in the there- entire draft. There are so many options in front of me. Nobody has picked an Eddie Murphy movie yet. Beverly Hills Cop is still out there. 48 Hours is still out there. But after all of the 80s movies that I looked at, if you can get Arnold Schwarzenegger, or not Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's not on this one. If you can get Sylvester Stallone <laughs> hey, and Kurt. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a good pick, Shane. This is a good pick. That's the fifth beer. Take it, take take it slow. Take it slow, Shane. And this was, and, and I'm going to say right now, Shane, this is the film I, I was going to go. This with, was your if first. Pick. This was your fifth pick. Yeah, this yep. was your fifth pick. If if Jean Claude went to put off, the that's board. it. These are the two I, I was warring with. So I'm glad it's getting picked. Please, please. That's why I'm winning. Is because if you can get Rocky and Jack Burton in the same <laughs> movie in the '80s, why would you fucking not? Oh, Tango and Cash closes oh, out round God five. For you. Oh, <laughs> That's a good pick. That's a great pick, Shane. Well done. That is a solid pick. I'll give him that. <laughs> oh, so, so I I don't know how you could possibly argue with this. Like the breakout scene of the fucking uh, the the jail and shit like that. That is quintessential eighties. Like legitimately, you hold your breath at the beginning of the scene, and by the time you're done, you're like, oh my god, is everything gonna be okay? And they're they're fucking sliding down things with their belt and shit, and they have to beat up the huge guy, and they get out of this. And like, was it Alyssa Milano in this one too? I mean, let's. let's no, it's Terry Hatcher. <laughs> Terry Hatcher. No, that's that's right. I'm sorry. I was I was mixing up my fucking '80s uh, crushes. She was <laughs> Terry Hatcher of Smallville and shit like that. And then later on, when she was in fucking uh, Desperate Housewives, and you were like, "Well, goddamn, look at Terry Hatcher." Is she in Smallville? She was in Smallville, I thought. No, she was in the. She was in Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Yeah. Lois and Clark. That's what I was thinking. I'm not small. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I now told she's going to be had on too many super... beers to fucking remember shit. And now she's reprising, uh, not the same role, but in the same universe, she's going to be on an upcoming episode of Supergirl. Oh, she could be oh, Lois. Nice. Lois on Supergirl? No, no, she's playing a different character, but they decided to bring her back into the same universe. I'm actually getting ready to start Supergirl, so don't give me any spoilers and shit. And she's going to be starring. Uh, pretty fucking. I still see none of it. So she flies, Shane. She flies in, in the show. She flies. <laughs> I just heard the words. She wins. Fucking average. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. If you're looking for a superhero stuff, it's oh, it's man. superhero stuff. Um, but Tango and Cash, dude, like the fucking scene with the truck at the end, like how the fuck can this not be 80s? Like 
everything about this movie is perfect, perpetual eighties. Um, I, I don't understand how it lasted to the fifth round. Well, there you go. You yeah, I am it. kind of surprised too, to be honest. So, so guys, so that was the last pick, which means that we can kind of read back the big board here, uh, with everyone's pick. So, Nick, you, you had Lethal Weapon 2 <laughs> to start off Suck with. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Then you have, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Batman from 1989, Escape from New York, and Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Last Crusade. Man. There we go with the Eckhart. Good job. So, uh, like I said, Last Crusade was your last pick. Uh, Paul has Die Hard, Robocop, Rocky Four, Commando, and Bloodsport. Close, um, close the deal. It's done. Thanks, guys. It was, it was fun. It was a fun competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started out with two favorites with Raiders of the Lost Ark, Predator, and then I, I decided I was just going to start trying to piss Nick off, and I ended up with Road, <laughs> ro, 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 Roadhouse, The Karate Kid, and The Goonies to, to end up my In picks. retrospect, that's probably an excellent strategy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, Mark, our newbie, started out with Platoon and bummed everyone out. Uh, <laughs> but but <laughs> Hey, still but, the only movie mentioned tonight that won Best Picture. So. And a Golden Globe. <laughs> and a Golden Globe. The coveted Golden Globe. Wrong! <laughs> uh, uh, so he went from Platoon to Aliens, The Empire Strikes Back, First Blood, and Red Dawn. And then Shane rounded everyone out with Lethal Weapon, the Terminator, Road Warrior, Top Gun, and Tango and Cash. I gotta be—I I gotta be honest and say the only person I'm worried about is Paul. Um, I love all you guys, but um, <laughs> Paul, I think yours is the only one that's close to mine. So uh, yeah, close. I, I got no—I got, no, got no worries about Lethal Weapon Two list. I got no worries <laughs> about the Goonies list. I got no worries about the Platoon list. But Paul, I, I think the blood sport is what's going to sink you. I got to be honest. On no other podcast Ooh. ever would Lethal Weapon Two get this much shit ever, <laughs> ever. Unless you were picking the best '80s movies, and that was your first pick. Again, again, Nick, well, you picked it first of the whole draft. That's you what we're talking about. Predator Incredible for the first pick. movie. It's so fucking good. When's the last time you watched it? It's in the so fucking third good. Round, in the third round, you could have got it, no, 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 joke. no. It's so fucking good. It's such a good movie. Get out of here. So speaking of so speaking of things that Nick could have picked over Lethal Weapon Two or any of his other picks, let's 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 throw out the ones that weren't picked in the draft. I, I'm gonna so I've got a couple on my list. They Live is the most obvious one. I Piece can't believe, of yeah. shit. I can't, yep, yep, yep. I can't, garbage. Utter um, garbage. The the other one that I was gonna pick with my last pick, but I already had an Arnold uh, movie was Total Recall wasn't picked as well. Ooh, I was really no, thinking that was, about that for my list. Eighty nine. Was that eighty nine or was it ninety? It's definitely eighties. It was ninety. It is. It's definitely eighties. Bet my bottom dollar. It's nineteen ninety. Hang on. Let's look it up. Yeah. Let's go to Mr. Google. Mr. Google has all the answers. It's definitely 80s. Oh, 1990. Yep, yep. you're right, Paul. Sorry. That's ah, well, yep. so, Mr. Terrapin has a lot of answers tonight, too. I, yeah, I, that, that, that would have been on my I mean, list it's a, sure. it's a Verhoeven film, and yep. it still that really was, feels like an 80s film. It definitely has that aesthetic to it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was on, that was on the edge. Um, so yep. what else do I got? Uh, Days of Thunder, the, no, the quintessential no, NASCAR, no. NASCAR movie with, mm. with Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah. 
my my favorite uh, arm wrestling movie over the top. Over the top, definitely. <laughs> I, I had that on the list. If Tango and Cash wouldn't have made it to number five, Beverly Hills Cop or Forty Eight Hours or Over the Top were my pick for number five. Was anybody else playing around with Ghostbusters in their list at all? Because no. I saw it come nah. up when I was doing research. I saw it come up in some uh, best action movies lists for the eighties, and I was like, I love that movie like so much, but I'm like. I don't think so. Can I? Can I, I, I There's a few on I my list. A, sorry, Matt. Go on. No, sorry. I, I had Ghostbusters on my list as well. But again, I feel the same way as you do. It's it's an action movie, but I think it's really a comedy first. So I didn't it's, it's definitely a comedy first. And I mean, I mean, when you think of 80s movies, I mean, literally, especially in terms of the music, it definitely hits those strides. But I would not think of Ghostbusters as an action film literally at all. Right. On the same list, I saw Spies Like Us listed as an action movie, too. What? I'm going to put that as a comedy first. So, Well, the ones, uh, the ones I had, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, which when Mark picked the first one, scared me off. Otherwise, I was totally <laughs> going for that. Uh, yes. Running Man. No one's mentioned the Running Man. Good action. Good I did have it in my uh, list. I had it in my reserve list. Yeah, okay. Action Jackson with Carl Weathers. And again, I know this is one of your co-host Nick's favorite films, Cobra, Sylvester Stallone from the 80s. Yeah, I had that on my in my reserve list as well. And I, I thought about it like very, very briefly when I was putting the list together. But I was like, eh, no. <laughs> You're the disease and uh, I'm cured. <laughs> That's what it really comes down to. Listen, listen, I have... I have a good list. I have a good list of good films. What, good films. So what were the ones that you didn't pick, Nick? That's that's what I really want to know. Most Listen, most of my list, like I, I will say 90 to 95% of it got chewed up by you other guys. I had Die Hard. I had Aliens. I had Predator. I had all those films in there that because I was the first pick, I was like, I'm going to pick first, and then I'm not going to get to pick again until number 10 and 11. So I was like, all your RoboCop, like all that shit was going to get picked before I had a chance to get another pick in there. So, I, I mean, and like I said, I, fine, give me shit for it all you want. I don't fucking care. But I love Lethal Weapon 2. I think it's a fantastic film. <laughs> but, you know, I, I knew that all those hallmarks, literally the staples, the absolute. When you think of 80s action movies, these are the movies you think of first, like Predator, Terminator, yeah, Aliens, for sure. and Platoon. Die Hard. I knew the in platoon. <laughs> Definitely platoon. I knew they were going to get eaten up really quickly. So, I mean, um, most of the picks that I had were honestly picks that I had to eliminate because you guys had them on the board. And a lot of what I filled out my list with was, I mean, and it was nice that we got to do that Carpenter retrospective last year because yep. it gave me a few picks to draw from. And I know somebody would have picked uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I know uh, somebody oh, would have put that. That was my list. third round pick all day. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's such a fantastic movie. You can't not pick it. That movie is, I mean, literally, that's one of the most fun times I've had watching a fucking movie in the last decade. It's such a good movie. It's amazing. And you can so, show it to your kids like fucking 10 years from now and still be like, that's absolutely true. Hilarious. And yeah, like, absolutely my, true. My absolutely. Son's watched it and been like, this is fucking like funny as shit, dude. Like, seriously, even now, like it's when they're fucking, fucking playing video great. games and shit like that during the last fight scene. It has all. It has so many great homages to like kung fu 
and different things like that in there. But then you've got Jack Burton, who is this kind of quintessential 80s action hero, thrust into this movie, but then he doesn't spend the whole movie kicking ass. He gets knocked out in the final fucking fight. A rock falls on his head. And then, like, he spends the rest of the movie just being like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell? Huh? What? But he still manages to be a really endearing character that really kind of captures your imagination. I love that movie so much. That was, like I said, I'm pretty sure that was, like, my number two when we did that Carpenter retrospective. Yeah, it was, such it was a very hot. good movie, dude. Yeah, it's a great film. And look, all, all I, I gotta be folks. honest. I gotta be honest to say, I still wanted to have sex with Kim Cattrall. Like, even watching it now, I'm like, damn, dude, Kim Cattrall back in the day. Damn right, son. Damn fucking right. right. I, uh, she was I, all kinds of hot. Kim, wait, Kim Cattrall over Drew Barrymore in ET. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a tough one. Give me, give me a couple days to think about it. Uh, so. Um, I, I, I've got a couple more on my list that are probably smaller movies that we didn't get to. Uh, uh, best of the Best. In, oh, yes. love, love yeah, that yeah, I had that on I had that on my board still as well. Best of the Best. I have Iron, I'm, e- I'm, Iron, best Iron best? Eagle. Oh, Iron yeah. Eagle with Lou Gossett Jr. and yep. Jason Gedrick. Yep. Uh, the, the, the poor man's Top Gun, basically. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to go back to Best of the Best. I've never heard of that before. What is it? Seriously? Oh, it's... You never seen it? I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Seriously, I have no idea what you're talking the about. The U.S. do a Taekwondo tournament, and they pick Chris Penn as one of four guys to to <laughs> represent themselves. Of course, huh. along with Eric Shubby, Roberts. Chubby Chris Penn. It's great. It's huh. a great movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, FX. Has anyone ever seen the movie yeah, FX? Brian yeah. Brown. And great movie. No idea. Great movie. Brian yeah. Brown and Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Thank you. Uh, what about Death? What about Death Wish Two? Or three or four well. or five? Yeah. Hey, buddy, you want to eat that sausage? <laughs> <laughs> they just kept making them. They didn't give a shit that nobody was watching. They were just like, fuck it, let's make Death Wish 5. Death Wish 5, shit, the dude. crackdown. Let's just do it. How about uh, Masters of the Universe, gentlemen? It was briefly considered <laughs> the, and jettisoned from yeah, my top 25. I never considered that one. Movie. <laughs> um, and we also Maybe forgot- Frank Langella's Skeletor. He did, dude. Yes. Watch, watch good. back that movie. Very good Skeletor, Frank Langella. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying maybe Frank Langella's Skeletor, but. <laughs> uh, I, How can you I, guys not groan at that, but you groan at Platoon? <laughs> Hello? Masters of the Universe, Platoon? There's, there's a big fucking difference there. One's well, a better well, 80s action flick. Yeah, one of them is a big, better 80s movie than the other. <laughs> And the, the the difference is, Mark, you picked Platoon with your first pick, and I didn't pick Masters of the Universe. Yeah. So that, if you would have went with Empire Strikes Back with your first pick, nobody would have groaned at all. They'd be like, "Wow, that's a good pick." It's it's weird because it's a space movie, but when you say Platoon, yeah, it won awards, but it's kind of a war movie, and like, yeah, there's a lot of action, but it's kind of a downer. When you say eighties action, but it doesn't movie, scream eighties movie though. No, it screams like this is really sad, kind of like Full Metal Jacket. It's the same sort of feeling, like. You know, it's it's a great movie, but God, that's still, a good fucking oh, movie, yeah. Yeah. masterpiece of the eighties. Yeah, I had that, that on my list awesome. as well. Oh, but not an action movie though. Yes, there's action in it, but this is why. Die to Hard be is fair, not a in Full Metal Jacket, the action sequences, especially in the latter half of the film, are not the best parts of it. The best parts are basic training. Yeah. But the same reason why Platoon is not an action movie is the same reason why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's very oh, gosh. No, no, don't get back here. Here we go. Here we go. Mute his mic. He could not let it rest. 
We went through this, Shane. We did a whole, like, 40% of that last episode was about your hate for Die Hard as a Christmas movie. So. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Nemesis with Shane and Nick. Uh, Why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Fuck you, Pinkel. You're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I, 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 I also almost picked in the fifth round Jim Cotta. Has anyone seen Jim Cotta before? No. No. I, what? what is that? I don't know what that is either. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Mark, uh, I'm have to... Mark? Jim Cotta? I, I have not seen it. All right. You're <gasps> one of five. Holy shit. Jim Cotta. Alone on this island. Damn. All right. Well, there you go. Nobody. Uh, What about what about John Woo's The Killer? I've never seen it. I thought that was 90s. What's the date on The Killer? 89, I believe. Uh, It's a good movie as well. Why did nobody pick The Untouchables? Yeah. 1987. It's the same kind of thing. It's the same thing with a lot of these other flicks. It just doesn't scream like 80s action flick to you. It's 30s action. Like when you think about Batman, you don't really think about like 80s action. You just think of like a comic book. Unless you're Nick. False. Or like platoon. Like you think of a drama or Lethal Weapon. You think of 80s action, but you think of Lethal Weapon more as like 80s action. It's like quintessential and shit. That sort of thing. Well, I... We're gonna put all we're gonna put all these picks online, and we're gonna let people choose who 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 they think had the the best team in the end. So I guess we'll see. Hell yeah! Drink and drain them. Yeah, and the movies I had left on my big board were uh, 1989's License to Kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's a solid James Bond movie. Timothy Dalton, not the best James Bond. Um, I also had Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Murphy, okay, and. Uh, yeah. It's, it might not be the strongest movie, but if we're talking pure action, uh, 1985's Jackie Chan's Police Story. Yep. Yep. Great great movie. Great movie. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it definitely would have fit in action. Not not necessarily quintessential, but still would have fit. Right. <laughs> All right. So um, that that ends up every... Uh, that's that's everyone's picks, guys. So let, let me go down the list. And uh, number one, I, I want to thank everyone for participating um in this this was awesome i loved it was this. great to be here for my final ever movie fantasy draft i'll never be invited back after that. <laughs> so we so have, there's a punching bag every time you'll be fine well be- <laughs> b- 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 before we kick you out the door nick where where can we find you on the interweb sir i mean literally we're everywhere at epic film guys just search for epic film guys on all your social media all your podcatchers you will find us and uh, you guys can also look forward to me finally coming on Nick's show to berate him sometime soon. Hopefully, he's still got a 50 Shades of Grey challenge that he has to. Uh, I do. The gauntlet was thrown down and I answered, but I have yet to watch it. Uh, Justin actually promised to watch it with me. So both of us are <laughs> going to get the chance to weigh in on it. And yes, Justin from So I Married a Movie Geek will be joining us and. Speaking oh, of the action. wife watched it the other day, the wife watched it, you know, like before the, the sequel came out because she wanted to watch it. And I was editing a show at the time and I had my headphone off of my ear for part of the time. And I had to hear some of the fucking dialogue, just the dialogue alone, not even looking at the film was fucking terrible. So I can't even imagine how bad just watching it together is going to be. Make but, it a drink. Yeah, we'll game. see. I love I love to punish you, Nick. I can't wait for you to watch. I'll get to movie. see Dakota Johnson's tits. That's all I care about. <laughs> focus on the titties man tons of titties so uh paul paul from the the countdown movie and tv reviews 
just celebrated 100 episodes. Congratulations, sir, on that one. Thank you very much. Woo! Thank you. Um, where where can we find uh, your you and your great co-host Wayne on on the internet? Well, a little bit like Nick, we're pretty much everywhere. So if you search for us in whatever podcatching app you use, you will find us. Um, we're about to launch our own website in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, because I'm relying upon Wayne to do a bit of that. So we will see. Uh, we'll have a formal countdown website very soon. But yeah, otherwise. business as usual find us wherever you can awesome awesome check them out guys uh so we go to our newbie mark platoon poop culture uh where can we find you guys well you can find us at www.poopculture.com um we're also on the radio misfits podcast network and uh, we're on twitter at at poop culture and i am at mark james poop <laughs> nice, nice. Um, love you guys as well. And then we're gonna end up everything with Shane. Now that I'm older, where can we find you, sir? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Gmail uh, at NTIO Pod. You can also find us on the web at NowThatImOlder.com. We're out every Thursday with a brand new episode, so check us out anytime you guys get a chance. And um, Thanks a lot to Mark and to Nick for having really shitty picks in the first round. That made things much easier. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Well, even you're though welcome. I love you and I love your show, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, and, and there's there's one thing that we all have in common. You know, we're all part of hashtag Pardon Family. Hell uh, yeah! Online, oh, yeah. you can you can you can literally put hashtag Pardon Family on Twitter on Facebook. And find tons of amazing podcasts to listen to. Um, Paul, Nick, and I are also part of uh, the Movie Pod Squad online. If you like movie Pod Squad, movie podcasts, we, we gotta give a sh- give a shout out to our our boys in the Movie Pod Squad who are awesome as well. Um, there's gonna be some some new Movie Pod Squad members coming up in a future fantasy movie draft. Nice um, to look forward to. I think we've got uh, Steven Spielberg uh, fantasy movie draft coming up soon. We have a superhero movie uh, draft coming up as well. So you, you guys can look forward to that. Can and I be then, in that one? <laughs> Nick, you can never be in another fantasy movie draft again. <laughs> um, Don't but, I know it. But uh, yeah, so you can find me, obviously, uh, So I Married a Movie Geek. I do the podcast with my wife, Chrissy. Uh, we are on Twitter at Movie Geekcast. We're on Facebook and Stitcher and Podbean and everything. And um, we and this ha- is what this is what I implore for Sorry, Married a Movie Geek. While everybody else is on the line, Paul, you can mute this part because I know you don't fucking care. But <laughs> you guys got to watch Singing in the Rain. I don't fucking care if it's mainly Movie March. Fuck you, Chrissy's never seen Singing in the Rain. She loves musicals. Jesus Christ, what are you like keeping it from her to like withhold? Like holy shit. God, watch Singing in the Rain. It's such a fucking masterpiece. Holy shit. Nick, if you watch Rocky 3 and Rocky 4, we will watch Singing in the Rain. I promise you that. Done. Fucking done. I'll do it tonight, son. (laughs) In the next week. In the next week. I demand the next episode of Epic Film Guys be about Rocky. I demand. I'll fucking do it. Listen, if it gets people to watch Singing in the Rain, I'll do it. Oh man! Oh, wait, what? The, there's something that both Shane, you had to watch something too. What was it? Commando. Commando. Well, do I have oh, so, to though? I mean, there's yes, so many others. Yes, I'm still catching up on all the Marvel movies. Like I'm up to Age of Ultron on and, the Marvel movies. Finally. Yeah. And while you're there, rewatch Fury Road. 
uh, again and again and again and again and again. So, so I can see the great production design and the lack of story. Uh, so, couldn't so yeah. I, couldn't so, I just watch Cannonball Run? Literally a moving fucking work of art. God, that movie's so fucking beautiful. We got to the end of the whole movie. Let's just turn around and go back and do everything. Jesus Christ. All right. All right. We're, we're muting Shane now. Uh, you guys give me shit. I get shit, and this is what we have to hear. So, uh, so as Nick Nick said, we're we're also doing Manly Movie March on our podcast this month. So we're watching a bunch of Manly movies. There might be an appearance of Rocky Four later on this month. And what is more Watch Manly Tango than and Cash. in the Rain? Nothing, I dare say. We just watched Tango and Cash. We just so we just did La La Land and Little Shop of Horrors. We did a couple musicals. great episode, by the way. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, and so finally, much. somebody brings up Little Shop of Horrors on a podcast. I, I, I love the episode. So, I mean, it was fantastic to hear somebody finally talk about that movie. Fucking uh, great movie. And I appreciate it, guys. And I, and I know, I, again, I want to thank you guys for being on the draft. I would love to have you guys on a regular episode, each of you as well, except, except for, Nick, for me. Except for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for Nick. I had to jump in and say that. Uh, oh, no, come on. Nick, Nick, you're, in, you're invited as well, sir. You're am I really well. that bad? I mean, come on. I, I got some off-the-wall picks, but am kinda. I really that bad? You know the answer, I, Nick. You know the answer. I, 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 I love you, Nick. I love you. I love you. You're, I don't you're want the to best. ten. It's a seven. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you guys again. I had a fucking blast. This was awesome. And uh, we will. I have s- laughed so much in the last two fucking hours. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. It's one thirty in the morning here in the Eastern Time Zone, and I'm wired. Exactly. I'm about to play video games for the next hour to try and make myself go to Hell sleep. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready at all. I am just, I honestly, I've got a, a raging erection from the fact that I'm about to win this thing with so Oh, gee, get out of here. <laughs> That's all, so that was my next thing. Everyone. Oh! <laughs> Everyone needs to go um, to Twitter. Uh, probably on Tuesday, we'll, we'll drop the 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 poll for this so they can choose who they thought had the best team of five in the end. Um, but also go to each of these fine young gentlemen's uh, podcasts and download and enjoy because they all have uh, magnificent podcasts as well. So thanks, gentlemen, for, for joining us. And uh, I will catch everyone next week. Thanks a lot. <laughs>